another Red Hot Zero Doinks episode. You know what that means. Another Red Hot original song with Justin Fields on our mind. This is To Be With You, inspired by Mr. Big. Enjoy. We want to be with you, Justin. Hold on, little girl. Bears have done damage to you. Dalton is a squirrel. An average start won't be that bad when it's through. It's through. A D-line twist can't topple you. So come on, baby. It's getting closer. Opponent's D will need a rover. You're the one who's stuck at number two. Deep inside, I know you feel it too. Waiting on a line of orange and blue Just to see the next Justin debut Build up your confidence So we can be on top for once Wake up, who cares about Red Rocket Who plays too much We'll see it all go down we should be back, there's not in doubt So come on, baby, it's getting closer Opponent's defense needs a rover You're the one who stuck at number two Deep inside I know you feel it too Waving on a line of orange and blue just to see the next Justin debut. You are the one who'll be together, baby. You make my life worthwhile. You make us start to smile. Number two. Deep inside, I know you feel it too. Waiting on a line of orange line Just to see the next Justin debut Just to see the next Justin or an episode of Zero Doinks. I don't know, but thanks for listening. Things are going to be red hot for this jam-packed episode. We've got Bears Camp opening at Hallis, and we may have had our resident sharp on the case in person for day one of said camp. Can't wait to hear from him. ton of special guests this week, including a Fans and X reunion that you're not going to want to miss. We've got some, some updates on the hot one, how red hot that event was this past weekend, plus... White Sox and Cubs making trades. I would assume a bull. There is so much to talk about. Zerk Dogs, thanks for being here. Boing, 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 boing. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks.
Zero Doinks! Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zedoinks! Oh my god. This is yet another jam-packed episode. Wow. We got a lot of things on the docket. Isn't that right, Dan Doinks? How are you tonight? Wow, you're hot! I'm so, thank you so much. I'm so much better now talking to you. We have, we got stuff cooking. We had a conversation last week about like, oh, we could just rip this off pretty quickly. Nope, a lot of shit's happening. So I'm excited, buddy. You look, you look handsome as well. You always look great. Thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. You're a great judge of looks and character, and you have both. Is that the triple crown? No, it was only two things. Did you call me Joe Judge? Is that the Giants Never. coach? Giants? Is that right? I think so. What I a think boring so. name. Grow up, Joe Judge. You fuck. See me in my chambers, Joe. Uh, all right, well, let's get rolling, baby. Justin Fields is gold. Coming at you next. Red Hot. And Bears. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm constantly growing every day. So, um, of course, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, are anxious to see me play. But um, I think I said in my, in my last interview, you know, great, greatness doesn't happen overnight. 13-4, Super Bowl City, Justin Fields is the man. Do we have a real one? Do we have a real number one? Fields is going to hoist it in the air again. He looks and cranks, sends it deep down the field for Wilson. Got it! Touchdown, Wilson! 42 yards from Justin Fields. What's your comp for Justin Schuyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of? Ooh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. Fields in trouble. Fields turning. Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here. He is risen. He's here. He's Jesus Christ. He's Jesus Christ in uh, in football form. So drafting Justin Fields is gold. Justin, you stirred up some controversy when you got into it with some Alabama fans after the game and said, "I'm going to the NFL. Y'all have fun marrying your cousins." Justin Fields. Welcome back, Zero Doinks. We are finally able to talk about Justin Fields on the field as well as off the field. This is great. Camp is open. Justin Fields hath risen from the turf. And Dan, I feel like you got a few things on your mind about JF1. Yeah, it's it's hard to get a good grasp of how he's doing out there. Every It's like fans mostly taking their their uh their old cellular phones out and taking a little video of jf1 hard to tell he looks sexy uh but whatever i don't know if you saw this today they released the top 20 uh best sellers for the nfl jerseys no did you uh do you know where jf1 
was that? Take a guess. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm going to say number two. Ooh, close. Number six. Number six, the entire NFL. He was number one for all rookies. I think we already knew that. I feel like that was – he was bestseller, I think, right out of the gate after the draft. But now that things have settled a bit, he's number six. I think Tom Brady was number one, but still pretty cool. There's a lot, a lot of love for our boy Justin. Uh, so I got a few random facts. I was trying to – He's. it's really hard to find, like – random fun facts about jf1 i was hoping to dig through some like profile on ohio state no nothing nothing so this is all i got for you today uh did you know that pablo's not married to his mom did you know that no i i did not know anything about his parents intercourse okay just picture it though just picture pablo (laughs) in his leather vest just slapping cheeks and taking names, <laughs> uh. and I guess, I guess the way you asked the question, my answer made no uh, no sense because they still could have had sex and just not been married. And, and yeah, no, you're you're right. A handsome man. I, I'm I an believe, idiot. No, no, you're good. They were married. Uh, his mom's name is Gina Toby. Um, I don't know when they got divorced. He was real young, but there were a few articles that mentioned that she was actually the biggest reason for him going to Georgia. She was the one who pushed him that way. So, bad mom for making him go to Georgia? Was that good for him? I don't know. If you're, if you're a Justin Fields hater, you make a lot of Jake Fromm jokes still, which, come on, grow up. But, I don't know. I'm good with it. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Bad mommy. <laughs> Spank me. Um, okay, Spank so, me, Pablo. So, the, so, then, <laughs> so then I was curious about Pablo's current wife um they just uh their anniversary date is april 29th 2000 how do i know that yes i was on her facebook page today her name is joanne claudrick fields she's apparently an attorney i don't know what kind of lawyer but she's lawyering her way right to chicago to watch jf1 personally injure people's lives i don't know where bill i i feel like um Still playing at half speed after that weekend we had, which I'm sure we'll get to. But uh, oh yeah, so please excuse any slow remarks from your old pal Dan here. See me in my chambers, Dan, Mister Judge. Didn't uh, somebody from Night Court just die? Bull, isn't that his name? You a Night Court guy? I, you know, we've actually talked about we've it talked on about the show this. before. Oddly enough, right? Uh, not a big bailiff guy because I still don't really see the point. Although I guess if I was in a courtroom, that's the best job there, right? That's got to be the best job. Um, no, I watched a little bit, but not enough John Lithgow. Was he in that show? He was on that know. show. Yeah, good. Oh, man, our old boy, our old buddy Lithgow. Man, I miss him. Uh, fantasy Corner. Was he the Fantasy Corner guy? He was, right? Yes. We yes. bringing that back? We're bringing that back, right? Oh yeah. After we yeah. murdered it, season one, it's coming back, baby. Hot, hot, and heavy. Those are all the uh, JF one facts that I got. What else do you have for Justine Fields? Well, a couple other things off the field, if you will. Um, did you? I don't remember all the details, but kind of a weird story about that dude that was shot. But what a great quote he had, right? Didn't he pretty much? will himself back to life because he couldn't dare 
uh, perish the thought? No. Have the thought of dying before saying Justin Fields is a Bears quarterback. Unbelievable. And then didn't JF1 visit him after he was released from the hospital? Is this right? Oh, no, he didn't just get JF1. He got uh, Joanne Clodrick Fields and Pablo were also in the picture that I saw on Twitter. Uh, but yes, I believe it was in the ambulance. He basically said, I cannot die because I, ha- I have to see Justin Fields play for the Bears. Like, God bless that man. I Honestly, when I read that, I was like, I feel I kind of feel the same way. If that were happening yeah. to me, I'd be like, not now. No, not yet. I need to see JF1. Please, sweet Jesus, send me back. And you can raise Justin up on Nagy's wings. I don't know. But yes, incredible story. God bless that man. I'm glad he's still alive. He looks he looks okay. He looks like he's gonna make it. Yeah. I think I think he might. Uh not a handsome man, I think, so I'm not sure <laughs> not sure the bullet did anything to hurt that? I don't know where. Do you know where on his body he was shot by any chance? No, but you got to cut him some slack. He got fucking shot. I think you got to give like- someone who. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone fully recovers from a gunshot to get themselves to top hotness level for like six to eight months. I think okay. that's in the Bible. <laughs> the book of Job. Um,. Pablo was there. So that's funny. Do you think, like, what words of encouragement do you think Pablo had? Or do you think he left it all up to his attorney wife? I think it was a lot of awkward laughing and too aggressive of backslaps from Pablo. He just looks like a guy who's, you know, those people, right? Just very handsy, like grabbing shoulders, elbows, slapping you on the back too hard. He strikes me as that kind of guy, and I respect him for it. But when a guy's just been shot, I'm going to assume it was in his abdomen. Like you don't, you don't need Pablo there yeah. just getting real handsy with you. Like, read the room, Pablo. But words of encouragement, just I think it was just a lot of awkward laughing. Okay, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that uh, objection, Pablo. Overruled. Um, who am I talking to? Something else that I saw on the social media was JF1's uh, hat that he wore that looked like a Bears hat, but it said South Loop Bears. Is that accurate? Or South Loop Football or something? How handsome was that? So sexy. I think it was the same picture, wasn't it? I think he was wearing it oh. in the picture <laughs> of with the uh, the guy who got shot in the abdomen, allegedly. Ah, such a sexy hat. Yeah, it looks just like the Bears cursive Clark Griswold hat, but it says South Loop. It says something else. I can't remember now. I know. Sexy South. Let's just say sexy. Yeah. Yeah. The South Loop sexies. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, I I, I don't know where to go from that except back to Hallis Hall. Where Justin Fields made his Chicago media debut in person today after practice. They were awkward. I don't know if you listened to any of the, the press conference at all, but they um they he seemed very comfortable in front of a bunch of sweaty, gassy, mostly men. Uh he was pretty complimentary of, of Andy Dalton. Um 
the the dorky media, if you will, was they were they were weird. Like they asked him about his fashion sense, kind of like what we're talking about, and they asked him about all the jerseys he saw that he sees on the streets. Like, does that make you uncomfortable? And he's like, no. And that's when somebody should have said, you know, you're number six in the NFL jersey sales, looking at all of the NFL. But you know, they didn't do the research like you, Dan. Um, what do you think he thought when he locked eyes with Brad Biggs for the first time in real life? Wow, that man is not very healthy. Uh, it, he just, it had to have been shocking, and that's probably the first time he's thought about free agency, to be perfectly honest with you. You have to st- think about staring at Brad on a daily, weekly basis. That's, and you know, the potential of Brad taking a picture from behind while you're walking out of the locker room in uh I don't know on a road game a la Akeem Hicks so that's not something you want you don't want him front and center you want to tuck him in the back maybe inside of a rolled up mat that they were they were using for calisthenics early in the day I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about but yeah it's not good it's not good you don't I mean Brad has to smell terrible he looks like a guy who smells like a musty basement. Yeah, he does. And if you remember those Zoom, you know, those press conference Zooms of him in that weird cabin with the bad draperies, that, I mean, first of all, no chance there was a basement there because that house has wheels on the bottom of it. Uh, but, yeah, he he definitely looks like he reeks. Um, Dan Weeder asked a lot of questions today, speaking of the Trib. Not a surprise. What a show off, that guy. Absolute show off. Congratulations on your blue check mark, Dan Weederer. You finally got it. Where are we at with Weederer? Are we in or are we out on him? I feel like I'm kind of back in on him. Yeah. Um, you'd like to back in on him, wouldn't you? He, I, yeah, I know we did kind of come around because I think he responded to our ridiculousness a couple times. So it was like, okay, that's that's fine. He's. But now it's football weederer, so that's going to be annoying. He just he loves talking on Twitter about how excited he is to be back in the locker rooms, and it makes me a bit uncomfortable. Good call. Yeah, he had a lot of pictures of like, oh, I'm entering Hallis Hall. It's been so long. All right, Dan. Sweet bragging that you have all access. He, I think he took a video, too, of himself walking into the press entrance. Like, okay, Dan, we fucking get it, buddy. Uh, you're right. I think I've enjoyed Dan because you get him in bit, little tiny bits here and there on the radio, and now it's going to be every day. Dan Weederer is going to get old. You're, you're right. Thank you. I'm glad we can agree. Um, any thoughts on the coverage of Dalton versus Field so far? Have you seen any charts like there was last year with like Mitch versus Foles and all that stuff? Or... Or has it been pretty reasonable in your mind as as to how it's been covered by local media? It's been really hard to tell. I feel like from what what I've read, it seems like he got off to a bit of a slow start field and Dalton maybe looked better than expected. What, What are we, what are we getting from this? They're, they're still not in pads. Like it's, I guess it's encouraging because even at this time with Mitch, it's like, oh, he looks fucking terrible. So we're not getting any of that. It's just he's uh, 
he's not as sharp as we all maybe hoped, but it's probably exactly where he we we should have expected him to be. The 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 love for Dalton though, I think, um, from like the the fake sideline reporters of people who got tickets to camp, Rick Fieldsman. It seems like there's a lot of love coming from Dalton. Like, oh, maybe this guy can, maybe this guy can win us a few games. And, and I'm still like, right, you know, stop it. You're not talking me into Andy Dalton. Get the fuck out of here. No, what have you thought I, so far? No, similar. I mean, it's 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 hard to get a read. It feels like nobody's willing to commit to any type of competition at all. You know, nobody's. There's been like no controversy so far, I guess is my point. But again, like you said, they they go in pads uh, Tuesday night for the first time, right at Soldier Field. Um, yeah, so it's hard to say. Fields today at his press conference, somebody asked him um, his biggest challenge so far, and some of it's the language, just like the the different cadences he has to know. He's like at Ohio State, I had like two cadences, nobody gave a fuck, and and that, and just the amount of words that he needs to understand to get the play in on time which also made me think do we think Matt Nagy overcomplicates everything because he wants to be the smartest guy like that crossed my mind when Fields no doubt yeah great call yeah Yeah. he wants to be yeah he wants you to feel like an idiot because he's drawn up this overly complicated Santa's sleigh bullshit that's totally unnecessary you you hit it right on the head so I mean and that's a part of his poor development as a coach is he couldn't dumb it down enough for fucking Mitch to figure it out so it'll be interesting to see where you know obviously JF1 is a way higher football IQ than Mitch ever had and so I like that I just assume that I mean I think that's pretty clear right like I think he scored high on whatever the fucking test was but he just seems to have his shit together way more and he proved it in college so you're so right. Nagy needs to be the guy. The look at me, look at me. I'm such a fucking smart guy with my Denny's menus on the wall of my basement. I will show you these these menus of plays that you won't understand. Ooh, shout out to the Grand Slam, which I think as Grease Tank said in our uh, our text chat, it's basically just your normal breakfast. Great marketing, though. Great marketing. It's like yeah. eggs and bread. Eggs and bread. That's very similar to a lot of our segments. Uh, anything else in the in the JF1 category, or should we move on to Bears and NFL chatter? Yeah, let's get let's get to other camp talk, baby. Love you, Justin. You're my favorite person on earth, including my family. Yeah, especially my family. If we really look at it, this has been Justin Fields's gold on zero doiks. Slap my cheeks, Pablo. <laughs> you Aaron Rodgers <laughs> boing 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 Attendance has been pretty mediocre from what I've heard. Maybe they just haven't figured it out yet. What What are your takeaways so far from Bears camp at Hallas Hall? Hallas Hall. 
Uh, spoiler alert, Rick Fieldsman will give a borderline on-site review of his experience because he was there for day one, but that's coming up later in the show. Uh, my takeaways first, my first takeaway was Eddie Goldman reported in plenty of time. So Brad Biggs, your report was wrong. You're an idiot. You still smell like a musty old basement and we don't like you much on the show. Don't block us too late. You already did. Uh, second takeaway the question that is in my mind until proven otherwise, should we be concerned about Tevin Jenkins' back? What do you think, Dan? Well, first, uh, Eddie Goldman, has, has he lifted any weights this offseason? I have not seen enough videos to know that he's actually in shape. It, it's funny because you know, we've, we've made those jokes. It's just putting out weightlifting videos, and it's like, what are we supposed to do with this? I, they, the Bears showed him walking into camp day one, and people were like, oh, he's jacked. He's so fucking jacked. It's like, oh, did he just hustle all you Bears fans into, like, you saw him lifting a bunch of weights, and now he doesn't have sleeves on his shirt, and you're like, oh, he's gotten huge. I don't know. Eddie Goldman, fine. Fine. Is he is he playing our, Is he playing well? I don't know. Is he playing at all, or did you just show up? I have no idea. I'm over it. Is am I wrong to be annoyed no. by the Eddie Goldman stuff? No, I'm just glad I'm a bit relieved that he's there because he does make a big difference. But yeah, it's fine. I haven't read his name since he got there. Outside of, uh, oh yeah, oh, his muscles were so thick. Two C's. Oh, I'm Dan Pompey. Did you know the Jimbo Coverts going into the Hall of Fame? And my head is still stuck in the 1980s, if not prior. Oh, what should I say about this year's Bears team? I don't know. I'm Dan Pompey. Dan Pompey. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a follow-up to that. But are we sure that Eddie Goldman is that much better than Bilal Nichols? To me, they no. kind of seem like the same person. I mean, we're we're a better team with Eddie Goldman there. I'm not I'm not denying that, but the angst over whether he was showing up or not, I don't I didn't share the same. I wasn't losing sleep over it. I'll say that. Okay, what well, are you losing sleep over? Rookie left tackle yes. Tevin Jenkins back. You are. Yes, I'm a little concerned. I feel like there's just literally no news. Nothing concrete to say, like, what's actually wrong with him. This seemed like the most encouraging update today is fans and media saw him from a distance. May, he may or may not have been pushing a sled up a hill with weights. That's encouraging, I guess, but it seems it's like fine. there's real no serious – I think if he's going to be our starting left tackle, he's got to play every day. That's That's a big concern. And that, to me, says that Dalton – probably will start or should start the season off if that's if he's not able to figure it out and get up to speed and I, I think he probably needs as much time as possible so yes I'm very concerned and losing sleep over it can't sleep Bill I cannot sleep well I'm sorry about that you know there's I think you need to drink more hams before you put your head on the pillow um yeah I'm I'm with you until he's out there I'm uncomfortable I have flashbacks of Chris Williams from Vanderbilt uh, just in general, I think about him all of the time, and uh, I don't think it's – it better not be that bad. This better not be like that. Yeah, he's trending better, and the next thing you know, he's out for 12 months thanks to disc surgery. Like, that would be 
that would hurt me. That would hurt me. That would be like Kevin White-esque, I guess. Yeah. Even more right. than Chris Willem. Uh, hopefully he's fine. Did he have a back issue in college? This just it just seemed no. to be completely out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? I, like nobody I, is yeah. anyone even speculating how he hurt it? Do, was no. he trying to do one of Eddie Goldman's uh, weightlifting stunts? That could be a problem. Stay away from Eddie Goldman, Tevin, please. Absolutely. Uh, Tevin's, we don't really trust Tevin's in general, right? Or, no, Trevis also. Trevis and Tevin's? Yeah. We out on T names in general? No, Tom's are okay. Tim's, except for Tim in Iowa. Uh, he, yeah. You suck. Um, yeah. Tre- Trevis, Travis. Te- wait, now I'm now I'm lost. Tev- Tevin, Tevis, Tevin. <laughs> I'm lost in You're, the sauce, baby. That's all right. Uh, we are very in on Teddy's, though. Oh, very in, big time, big time. Love Teddy's, mm. sweaty Teddy's. Oh, hubba hubba. <laughs> Bologna sandwich. How's that? How's that gaming system in your office, Ted? How's that going? How are your giant headphones and your pack of cigs and box of pornography? Tell us. I can hear you so clearly in my headset. We're just collaborating below the belt right now. Oh, God. I'd hate to be a maid in that office. A maid? That's not what we call them. My brain is still absolutely shut down from Saturday night. Can't wait to talk about that. We keep teasing. We keep teasing without the please and hubba 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 poof. All right. Just an attempt to get away from that, from thinking about a real dry fire from Sweaty Teddy. Uh, I read today that there's a takeaway bucket. Or a basket of some sort from the defense to blue laundry bin that gets wheeled onto the field when a defensive player um, has a takeaway and they dunk it in there. I don't like that. that I do. Dumb. You're in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm totally in. I. I. Well, first I was like, all right, who came up with this fucking idea? This is terrible. It's apparently Sean Desai's idea. He like went to Matt. Na- I. I liked the, the idea that he had to like. Set up a meeting with Matt Nagy. Get on his calendar to to <laughs> talk specifically about this. Like, is it cool if we do this? The guys will love it. Um, no, I just seems unnecessary when you're rolling out a prop. Like, come on, man. Like you're picking off Nick Foles. That's probably why he had a meltdown at the press with the press today. That he, he got real mad when uh, Travis Gibson. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know why. It's, he's a Travis or a Trevis, right? Isn't he a Travis? Yeah, I think he's a Travis. I think he's yeah, a Travis. Travis yeah. uh, picked up a fumble, a fumbled snap and dunked it right in front of his big cock into that bin. Nick got real upset. Take me, Colts. I want out. Take me. But I mean, I'm not going to play for a team that I'm uncomfortable with. I'm not going to play for anybody unless I know all the coaches. I'm Nick Foles. I don't have any friends in my giant penis. Yeah, the takeaway bucket, bin, whatever we're calling it. Um, nah, I'm, I'm not into it. I'll just say that. Just worry about winning football games. Get out of here with that bullshit. 
I'm a big prop guy. I that's why I love clowns, as you know. Absolutely love, love the story of John Wayne Gacy. If you've listened to prior episodes, I don't. That's not true. He was framed, though, according to Frank in Ohio. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! I like that you're just now pinning that all on Frank. <laughs> You legitimately started that chatter, and now you're out. You're out. It's putting it all on Frank. You two motherfuckers are all over the John Wayne Gacy was framed stuff, and you get people on Twitter. I feel like you mixed me into that shit. (laughs) Yes. Stop it. Just stop it. I don't want his... I have enough ghosts to deal with. I don't need him (laughs) popping up in my house. I don't know if that works. I don't know how ghosts transport. I think we've talked about this before. I just need to play it safe, okay? So let's let's move on. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but back to back to props. Honk honk. Squeeze my nose. Um. <laughs> honk honk. Um, I I love it. I love the fact that there's a big blue basket. I think is what you called it. Um, a tub, maybe. Oh, rub a dub dub. Toss a clown into that tub. I don't need any soap to have a good time. Um, I think that <laughs> I like it. I like it. Sean Desai, you have a fan in me. You have a fan in me. I have a clown in me. Oh, boy. Whoops. I do. Back to you, Dan. <laughs> All right. Sean Desai, though, he does seem like a, like a good dude, and everyone seems to love him, and everyone's – it seems like the media is saying his defense is going to be a lot closer to Vic Fangio days. So if you're throwing that in my face, I am into it. I am into it. So Sean decide big fan. So if he loves it and you love it, I'm in. Complete 180 for me. I'm mm-hmm. a takeaway bucket guy. Roll that bin right into my life and throw a clown in it. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to have that bin on the sideline then for regular season games? I think so. I- you think so? I feel I like, do. I feel like that's probably against the rules. I feel like that's a Goodell's not going to let that happen. Because I think the whole point of the bin is you roll it out into the field, don't you? Oh, that'd be I, even better. That's what I'm picturing is like it's a huge like in-your-face move for the offense. Like <laughs> Roquan gets an interception and then here's a nerdy fucking equipment guy rolling the bin out and then. There's a real dramatic windmill dunk right at the 50-yard line right in front of Nick Foles' uh, taint. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm doing a 180 like I've done with soccer. That's fine. I'm sure we'll get to that later also. Um, God, just so much teasing going on here. Uh, anything else from Bears camp, or do you want to talk about some of our rivals out there? Let's, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the, the big news for all yeah. of us including the NFL. Absolutely. Now, the big news is uh, that fucking Aaron Rodgers, he he has no spine. He reported to Packers camp. But I find it humorous that Packer fans are, like, talking so much shit. It's like, you have one more year of Aaron Rodgers. Your front office has fucked this up so bad that they redid his deal to give him more leverage after this season. He is going to leave. He is going to leave, but not before getting Randall Cobb back 
in Green Bay? What's going on? What's I'm so confused. I mean, I mean, I've been saying it. I was like, I don't believe for a second that he's not going to be with Green Bay week one. And I mostly was just saying that we can't have, I kept saying we can't have nice, all these nice things happen to Bears fans at once. But it just never, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, he just was kind of quiet and everyone was sort of answering for him. I did, you know, it was a sad day when it was, you know, it was, it came out that he was coming back. But God damn, did he shit on Green Bay, <laughs> this is the, the city, and the front office. And he just is like, no you know, no fucking filter anymore. So it will be interesting to see what happens with Packer fans. If they're going to turn on them, uh, I've still, you know, I think I'd mentioned previously, I have a neighbor who's a friend of mine who made his son take down the Aaron Rodgers fathead and they got rid of all the jerseys. I saw him last week and I was like, Hey man, he's back. Are you all the way back in? He's like, I'm too fucking old for this shit. Like, I can't deal with this diva asshole mentality. He's like, fuck that guy. Like, I'm still rooting for the Packers, but I'll be so glad when his drama-filled ass is out of the locker room. And that's shocking. Like, I think he's really rubbed Packer, ooh, rubbed Packer fans the wrong way. I raised this on Twitter, and then I've I've asked Bears fans as well. You know, these the, the meathead Bears fans are like, Oh, I hope Rodgers doesn't leave Green Bay because I want to beat his ass. I want to beat his ass at full strength, Green Bay at full strength. And I raised it after he came back. I like, are those people still saying that? Are you still serious? And a lot of people are. Why? Why do you want him back? Like, in no capacity do I want Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers. It's fucking hard to win an NFL game. Why would you want to play against the MVP twice in one year? It's the I, dumbest I thing ever. Have you seen that as well? Like Bears fans are, oh, good. We're gonna beat him at, at so the, so Packers fans can't say, oh, you could only beat us after Rodgers. I don't give a shit. I just want to win football games. That's all I Same. want. We want them to play Justin Love as quickly as possible, as you <laughs> as you named him last week or last episode rather. That's fantastic. Friendly reminder. Actually, it's the first time I've mentioned it. You're going to hear from us every week, Zero Doinks fans, from here on out, basically, till, till we're raising the trophy. Uh, where's the Super Bowl this year? Because we need LA. to book tickets. Oh, yes. Give it to me. It's going to be, yes. Every week. Holy cow. Did we commit to that? I didn't commit to that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah, this that's gonna be a good run for us. It is. We'll, we'll get is. back to drinking. We're we're way too sober yeah. tonight, but we're because yeah. we're still still a bit concussed from Saturday night. Another teaser for you. Oh, <laughs> I think I just gave myself a fucking <laughs> migraine. Um, yeah, so Packers. <laughs> Great tweet from, I will give, uh, the Average Cheese Podcast. They sent a great tweet to us, at Zero Doinks on Twitter, uh, basically saying, Bears traded Anthony Miller. That great, great on us that it took us 16 minutes into the segment to even mention that uh, he did. they did that so that Randall Cobb could return to Green Bay. That's fine. I, know, I, I have... PTSD about Randall Cobb, of course, like Bears fans yes, do. But agreed, he's trash. He's, 
he's trash now. He's trash. I, yeah. And it's going to come back to bite us that we're that we're saying that I'm sure, but I yeah, I'm not falling into that that cob trap. Yeah. Cob trap. I I feel like that could be like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like a SpongeBob spinoff. I'm thinking Crab. Crab Trap? What was the Krabby Patties? Oh, f- shut the fuck up, Dan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, it's, there's a lot of pressure on Rodgers to perform this year, right? Like he's playing for yeah. other teams. If he's He's got to be, you know, everyone thinks he's like going to go into like fuck you mode to like stick it to Green Bay. I don't know, man. I could see him just sort of half mailing it in as well, especially yeah. Bakhtiari. Is he back? Re- he's he's still out he's for a hurt. while, right? He's still hurt, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, Randall Cobb's not scaring me. Not no. He doesn't scare me. He, he's always hurt. <laughs> he stinks, and he's an asshole. He hates puppies, from what I hear. I've heard the same thing. No, what... What would have scared me is if the Packers drafted a first-round wide receiver one of the last 10 years that developed yes. into something great. Uh, nothing against Devontae Adams. They they stole his ass, but and he's amazing. So this literally has nothing to do with Devontae Adams. But you need more weapons. That's what Aaron Rodgers has been trying to tell you, Gutenkunst. Gutenkunst. Yeah, should we talk about Anthony Miller for a second? Sure. I feel like that's been so long ago, and it was just good riddance. Like, get out of here. I wish him the best. Hopefully he gets his shit together in Houston. Is that where he went? Houston? I don't even remember. Yeah, because of Randall Cobb, right? Um, yes. We just basically swapped picks with them, didn't we, to get rid of them? I mean, that goes on Ryan Pace's resume as another failed pick. I mean, he traded oh, yeah. up to get him. And he seemed like it was promising, but didn't develop. It ended up being a fucking knucklehead. So, yeah, good on you, Ryan Pace. You basically, we got a bag of dicks back for a guy who was very disappointing that you drafted. Probably probably reached on in the draft. So, fuck you, Ryan Pace. You're still not off the hook in my mind, buddy. That's right. And that's the last hook you want to have in your mouth that is Dan Doinks, you a big fisherman? Uh, funny you should mention this. I'm <laughs> going deep sea fishing. What do we call it? Going out in Lake Michigan. Did I tell you this? No. This weekend? I'm leaving tomorrow and doing two wow. days out in the middle of Lake Michigan. Very nervous because I'm a big time seasick guy. Mm. Uh, but I'm going with my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and I probably will be vomiting a lot. So I'm very nervous. I've just started taking Dramamine pretty much around the clock just to prepare the old body here for uh, seasickness. So funny funny you mentioned that. Very nervous already. What type of... Uh... What type of fish are you going to try to get? Like, what's your what's your goal? What, what do you want on your hook? I think uh, you, you fish for salmon. I think that's the thing that you do out there, way out in the middle of the lake. I don't know. Oh, so to answer your question, no, I'm not a big fisherman. <laughs> I like boats when they involve drinking and swimming. That's about it. I don't need to be skiing. I don't need to be tubing. Going out real far to fish? Mm, nope. But we're doing it. We're doing it, buddy. 
Lake Michigan. I think I think Lake Michigan is known for its eels this time of year. <laughs> so is that right? Good luck. I think they. I, do, I don't think that's right. No. I think it's just a bunch of snapping turtles ready to snap off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, do you watch Deadliest Catch? Did you ever? Is it the Alaska crab people? Yes. Crabby patties, cob trap. Yes. Didn't they have cob traps on there? Uh, they did. Yeah, I watched it a little bit. Scary stuff. I don't know. I don't know how people do that. That was really scary. Yeah. Very scary. I mean, I would be on that bow just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> I would, I'd be the worst crab fisherman. I would just, could you imagine how weak I would be? Just like, I, I think I would be crying the whole time. I do. I, I would, I would definitely watch that show with you on it. Very, yeah, insane. Like those boats are moving so aggressively. And they're swinging those big cages around. Like, how do people just? Uh, there, there has to be people that just die constantly, right? Because if you're going over, you're you're just gone. No, that scares the shit out of me. Like wide open water in general just scares the shit out of me. I don't. So that show gives me anxiety, is what I'm telling you. No, that's that's totally understandable. My favorite captain from that show is Captain Sig. He's the blonde. Norwegian kind of guy who smoked a lot of cigarettes, had a heart attack pretty much in the middle of the sea, and kind of gave zero fucks. <laughs> that guy, that guy's a badass. Who's your favorite captain? Did he die? Didn't someone die from that show? No, somebody was did, it? yeah. Okay. That was Phil. That was Captain Phil. Phil. Is it Phil the duck duck call guy? I'm bouncing to another show here. Remember that show? I think duck so. Dynasty? Yeah, is that still a thing? I don't know. I think they're racist, right? I think they're racist or something. Some something I, got them canceled. I, I think so. What would be your duck call? Hauga. Hauga. How about you? Caw! Caw! <laughs> I think that would that get the ducks quacking. The motorboat kills me every time, and you know that. It, I, it, I can't even pull it together after that. Uh, are we still talking about the Bears? Where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's talk about. We talked about the Packers. Let's talk about the Vikings. Uh, do they have any quarterbacks left, or have they all died of COVID? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, wasn't it today that they're they're they have a very low vaccination rate on that team, right? Isn't uh, old uh, One Eye Johnson up there really upset with them? That's that's a legit problem. I don't where are the Bears at with vaccinations? I assume they're fine, but is there been any talk about that of what where they're at percentage wise? I think some writer from some periodicals <laughs> said that uh, they're probably above eighty percent, but I don't think that number is beneficial okay uh, and i think don't they have to be above like 75 percent to get all the per- i don't know i yeah I, i'm not sure i tend to kind of ignore those articles yeah um you know keep vaccines out of my sports <laughs> dr fauci fauci ouchie. uh yeah i don't i don't go actively seeking that information myself but i think it was like 
Ron Rivera, their Washington football team is very low. And I think one of their players or ex-players had a horrible response on Twitter, like basically like, well, your lifestyle choices make you susceptible to COVID. Like basically he's like, shame on you for getting cancer. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's a bad look. No, I mean, I guess it helps the Bears. It's an advantage. There's a rift in the Vikings locker room between vaccinated and non-vaccinated players. It's not a bad thing for the Bears, I guess. It's not. Competitive advantage. Kirk Cousins and Kellen Mond are going to be out for a while. They have to sign the... uh... Who's the guy that we had in camp? I think we gave him a real sexy name. Slaughter my penis. Yeah, that's him. Bring him back. Is he I back? Guess. Is he back? With don't the Vikings? Know. I don't know. They don't need it. They don't need a quarterback. They haven't had one in years, so it's fine. <laughs> I think the other one, the Lions. I think Dan Campbell was doing up downs with the team. I think I saw, but that guy's a weirdo. I sometimes forget the Lions exist. Is that weird? I feel no, like even the footage of their I think I feel like the footage of their practices are even low quality. They're like hard to watch. I'm like, yeah, this is it's hard to believe they're an actual team. Yeah, I never have them in my notes about NFC North teams, nope. never. Never. Only if we're playing them. And even then, minimal notes. I guess Calvin Johnson just he's going into the Hall of Fame. I think that's a thing. Is that happening this I think that's happening this week. Maybe. That's good. Good for him. Yeah. He was awesome. Thanks for quitting he early, buddy. Yeah, I was fine with it as as a Bears guy. That's rude. Don't you just want to watch greatness all the time? That should be the attitude of any sports fan. I think that's what you were getting at with the Bears fans. So I'm, yes. I'm completely 180-ing the other direction. <laughs> Let's move on. Carson Wentz had foot surgery. Does that guarantee Nick Foles in a Colts uniform? Go. Yeah, yeah, sure, why not? It'll just take a first-round pick. That's all they have to send to us. Um, yeah, I, it, that seems to make the most sense, and it seems like he was playing that up today. Just the fact that he was meeting with the media also made me think that the Bears threw him out there as well. It's like, well, go ahead, do a public interview for yourself so you can get the fuck out of here. But, yeah, it seems to make almost too much sense. But if you're the Colts, like, do you care? Like, Nick Foles isn't doing it for you. Especially after no. the last two years, you're like, this guy isn't it. Why Why do we just assume that MVP Nick Foles is showing up? Because he's currently the third-string quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Like, let's be realistic, and I know we're, we love Justin Fields. He's third-string quarterback for the Chicago Bears, who've historically been one of the worst franchises in the league, if not the worst, historically, for quarterbacks. So I don't think the Colts should be like, oh, we got to have us some Nicky Foles. What are they giving up for, a seventh-rounder? Are they just going to pick up his contract? Like, it can't be much. But it, I, I, go for it. I don't care. That's fine. Send us Marvin Harrison while you're at it. He still has some juice in his legs, I'm sure. Is there uh, anything else in your Bears and NFL chatter breadbasket, Dan? Uh, the only other thing that we, we should just touch on briefly because this is kind of the start of our show is us 
pumping up Mitch's uh, quarterback rankings, quarterback tiers, uh, the ballot. You know, the Athletic does it. It's 50 NFL coaches and evaluators who are ranking these guys into these four categories. Uh, where do you think Andy Dalton landed? Um, lower half easily, right? Yeah, he's a tier four guy. He was only ahead of the following people. Joe Flacco, I'm working from the bottom up. Okay. Joe Flacco, Taysom Hill, you suck. Tyrod Taylor, Drew Locke, Jalen Hurts. That's I, I love Jalen Hurts, so that's weird. Uh, and then only one other person he's above, Tua. Tagovailoa. That was it. <laughs> and then Dalton. And obviously it was like, well, if he's – He's just a guy who's just sort of holding a spot for a short period of time. So that's why he's obviously in that tier. But he's also trash. He's also not very good. So, um, yeah, I got no – unlike the Mitch, yeah, season one of Zero Doinks, I'm not going to argue for Dalton to move at all. That probably makes sense. Uh, quick follow-up question for you, Dan. Was Justin Fields in tier two or one? He was in <laughs> he was in two tier two. Uh <laughs> in my mind he was a tier one guy for sure. There was um what was this? There was one that jumped out to me. Oh, Stafford. Stafford was mm. ranked in this he's a tier two guy. He got four tier one votes. Who's who thinks Stafford is still good? I don't understand that. He's He's just a garbage time stats guy. He's not uh, winning any games. I mean, I guess it'll be interesting to see him with the Rams, but get the fuck out of here. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, I mean, wow, congratulations on being picked number one 46 years ago. I mean, just fuck, fuck you, Matt Stafford. <laughs> fuck you. And Burrow was in tier two as well. That also surprised me. I mean, what did he play? Just a few games. It's what's the uh, tier two is someone who can carry a team, but not as consistently as tier one guys. They have a hole or two in their game. So like Joe Burrow, like, are you sure he's going to win you a football game? Like, how does anybody know that right now? How do you know that Joe Burrow is that much better than Justin Fields right now? I would say it's. Yeah. Unknown. I mean, he just he's just unknown. So immediately, guys are like, oh, he's a tier two guy for sure, because he was a number one pick last year, and he now has a bum knee. Okay, all right. I'm not going to argue the tier. Let's not do this again. Pretty soon, I'm going to be talking myself into Mitch being in tier one again, and we don't need to go down that path. So, no, it, it was a great way to. I think that was episode. No, maybe there was episode one of season one, right? It was. That was. That it is was. how we I think it kicked was. off the show. Yeah. We were in my dusty old basement with Brad Biggs in the corner, just slap a slap a slap. Ooh, I'm gonna double click my mouse. Have you gone back to listen to episode one? Like, I'm not sure. A long I could, time. I don't know that no. I could even stomach it to go back and listen to the two of us and all of our enthusiasm about how fucking good the Bears are gonna be, and they just <laughs> they just let us down. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a not a good. Uh, I to me it'd be more of a sound quality issue that would give me the shakes yes, more so than the same. content. So mm, agreed. No thanks. Well, thanks, thanks to, to you. those that thanks. have downloaded. But thanks, <laughs> but thanks to you. You've you you're a fucking pro at this now, baby. A fucking pro. 
I'm trying. I'm trying. Thanks. Thank you, YouTube, for teaching me. I was a willing learner. What's that voice? Why Why did I bust out that I don't voice? know. That was Weederer's dad, Frank Weederer. Uh, okay, I got two more things I want to talk about. Let's do Sue's okay. first one quickly. Adam Shaheen apparently uh, hates hates mass big time. I mean, I'm shocked. The guy who's just shooting off guns and rifles, don't take my guns, don't take my guns guy, uh, also doesn't like wearing masks, just went into COVID protocol today, so that wasn't shocking. Fuck that guy. I'm so glad he's out of our fucking city because that guy sucks in life and at football. So any thoughts on Adam Shaheen? No, I just I can't believe that we've found a way to talk about him now in all three seasons. So good on yeah. you, Adam. Good. Fuck that guy. Remember there was a period of time when he caught like two touchdowns for the Dolphins last year and people were like, oh, big mistake, big mistake. Still sucks. He's trash. All you fans, take it back. You're the same people who are like, got to have Rodgers back, Green Bay. We need to beat him at full strength. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes. I don't know why I assume that those people smoke cigarettes. Okay. Uh, let's let's finish with this. First preseason game is this Thursday, the Hall of Fame game, the, the Cowboys versus Steelers. Are you going to watch? Do we care? Are we going to bet on it? What's going on? Yeah, only if there's a gambling angle. But, no, actually, I'll be honest. Didn't know that game was happening this week, even though I should have. If, but again, not a big calendar guy. Um, would not have known either of the teams that were playing. Mm, yeah, we'll we'll wet our beaks. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. That's how we do. That's definitely one of those things, and I feel like I do this every year. I get jazzed for the Hall of Fame game or the first preseason game. You throw it on, and you're immediately like. A few series into it, you're like, what am I doing with my life? I can't watch this shit. This, I do not care. So I'm going to do the same thing Thursday. I'm going to be fired up about it. I'll watch maybe a quarter, but I'll be then I'll be mad at myself immediately. Like, nope, I got better things to do. So, But, yeah, football's back, baby. It's fucking back. It is back, as is a weekly visit from Zero Doinks into your ears, hopefully invited. We're very polite. We would never do such things without your permission. Thank you, Dan. This has been wonderful. Bears and NFL chatter. Let me put a clown in your bin. Well, the pen is dry, but my hands are soaking wet. You know a good lie. It's got some fans and eggs in it. I've waited my whole life for a chance to hear a segment with their fans while I suck on my beer. From Topeka to Maine, from Tokyo to Spain, we all want you here. We want you all here. From New York to Fort Wayne, by Greyhound or by train, I guess I'll keep waiting, waiting for fans and eggs. Welcome back to Zero Doinks. It has been far too long since we have had fans and eggs. We have a bunch of eggs all in the same room right now. We are going to make a delicious dish of conversation about the Bears. We're going to catch up, see where these guys are in their lives. This is amazing. I don't even know where to begin, but I think Grease Tank in Ohio is a good place to start because I think he has to go to work soon. So we're going to start with Grease Tank. Frank, how the hell are you, bud? 
I'm doing great. It's it's a Friday afternoon, and like you said, unfortunately, I do have to go into work, but this takes top priority over work any day. Well, I mean, that's music to my ears. Uh, Dan and I actually recently had the lovely opportunity to meet you, give you a very warm hug, possibly a kiss. Nobody knows. And uh, that was amazing. We shared we shared a couple beers together. How was that experience for you? It was unforgettable. Um <laughs> De- definitely something that I'll, I'll look back into the next 40, 50 years. I'll, I'll tell my children about it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're being very polite by saying a couple of beers. Uh, a, l- a little more than that were, were tasted between the, the four of us. That's true. That is very true. Yes, we, we had a few. There's no getting around it. How is, how is Grease Tank Racing going? Right, have you won any trophies? Racing Racing is in full throttle right now. Um, recently just had an event last weekend, which I hosted and organized myself in the local area. Uh, had about 22 entrants total. It was, a, it was a fantastic site, fantastic experience. I personally took first to my class and second overall out of all the 22 vehicles. So I, I consider that a uh, solid, successful weekend in, in my eyes. Well. Wow. That sounds amazing. Let's go to Anthony in Cork, Ireland. Anthony, how in the hell are you? It's been too long. Uh, first of all, Cork, Ireland is now roasting Ireland. It's bloody hot here. It's been hot for the last week. Don't know what it's like for down in Dublin, but us paddies aren't made for the sun. So uh, I'm uh, I'm roasting hot. Other than that, I'm doing quite well and great to be on the phone with you guys. Oh, no, it is it is fantastic. It is borderline erotic. Are you, um, all right, so you're, you're in Cork. Are, I think if you make your way to finger post, it may cool off a bit. I don't know if that's true. Look, that's, I actually found out finger post is around a, a mile away from my house. So after, after we spoke, I actually went and tried to find the place. It is an interesting place. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what, exa- what exactly yeah. is finger post? I don't it's, recall what that is. Is it an actual post? Is it? Is there a place you get fingered? I don't. I don't know. It's a, well, look, whatever you're into yourself, but it's a. It's literally a village that has one pub, one dentist, and a cat. <laughs> and a cat. Do we know what the cat's name is? That's what no, I want to di- know. No, didn't didn't want to talk to me, but but I I'm I'm going with like Garfield. If I'm completely honest. <laughs> oh, there, that is perfect. Meow. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> you are, you, little did we know, but after we talked, you, your life took off and now you are the co-host of the Irish Bears show. Do you care to plug that show a little bit? What you guys chat about and all that good stuff where people can find you? Yeah, we're, we're on the Irish Bears show. It was something I went on just once and uh, now 50 shows later, I'm still on it. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, we just basically just kind of chat about the Bears and I have what's called an, an ant rants where I get to just rant about whatever I want to talk about, whether it's Nagy, whether it's, I don't know, the Green Bay Packers, whatever it is I want to have. I have a good like minute or two rant for just random reasons. It's really like an old man rant. It's not just any kind of rant. It's one of those kind of like granddad rants. Awesome. Well, Definitely gotta gotta check that out. You guys are uh, you're on YouTube, right? People can plug in YouTube yeah, and elsewhere. You can, yeah, you plug in YouTube. If everyone wants to watch it, the, my favorite one of my favorite shows is we did the whole draft live. 
So like two the first two days of the draft, and there's halfway through day one, I'm getting Dan Doinks with telling me how sexy I am live on YouTube. Which, it was not uh, untrue, absolutely it, true, all of it. It, uh, it. it made me cry inside. I, 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 it was an emotional moment. Yeah, well, no, Dan was very accurate. You, you're definitely a top ten most sexiest egg that we have. So congratulations yeah. <laughs> to that. I appreciate that. I really do. All right, Diego, in Mexico, are you back at the bar? Are you with your fan club? How is your life right now, Diego? Everything is going good. Everything is going good. Hola well, a todos. Hello all. You know? Ooh. Ooh, I um, like it. We do have, um, as strange as it might sound, we do have a fan club here in Monterrey, Mexico. And we do have the Bears Night Show, you know? So this is, it is a show that we put on uh, Facebook every 15 days during the season to talk about uh, how bad was Mitch Trubisky and so and so. Do I need to know Spanish to watch this show, Diego? Oh, yeah, because we curse a lot in mm. Spanish. So if you want to learn how to offend someone, please. Yes. So Come you in. would recommend... Okay, so I'm willing to commit to learning Spanish to watch your show. Do you recommend I start with the swear words? Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. Okay, perfect, yeah. perfect. <laughs> I'm in. No, we're Spanish. We're we're a Spanish speaking podcast from here on out. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we can give it a try, uh, Diego. You were saying before before we went live here, so to speak, that it's it, that don't believe everything that you read. Not all people of Mexico enjoy tequila. So I, I think that is true, at least in your case, right, Diego? Yeah, it's truly. My my brief experience with tequila was really bad. Uh, as a Mexican, when you turn 15 or 16, you have your drunk uncle, you know, uh, pushing you to learn how to drink. So they throw you into a bottle of tequila, like, a, hey, grow up a pair become a man so you must drink tequila as we all and that was not my case so i had a rough relationship with tequila uh, around 15 to 17 years on my 18th birthday i end up on um car truck um trunk alone and um it was nasty night that day i end up my relationship with tequila so do not believe everything you see on TV. We, we do not wear sarapes and sombreros and, um, and, t- and drink tequila every day. And I will keep sharing my famous memes and sticks on um, the, the chat, you know? Awesome. Yes, please. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, your stickers and your memes are smoking hot all the time. So please do. Keep sharing right. them. We are going to go to Mark. In North Carolina, I know Mark is, he stepped out of work right now, I think, to join us and say hello to our lovely Zero Doinks audience. Mark, hello, you're one of the original, you're one of the OGs. How you doing today, Mark? I'm doing good, how are you? Oh man, doing great. Your avatar is pure handsome, you look amazing. Uh, how is the Air Force treating you? How many times a day do you think about Justin Fields and Eloy Jimenez? Uh, pretty much all day. I wear the uniform, but I'm pretty much just typing on Microsoft Word, Eloy Fields, Eloy Fields, uh, for eight hours, and then I go home, and I print it out every night. So that's about all I do. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. Uh, you and I are Illini fans, as we as we talked about before. How excited are you that Kofi Coburn is returning? How about that? Oh, I'm super excited. We jumped from like 27th rank to third because of that, so that helps. And then also, I just finally got my DH Gate jerseys with his name mm-hmm. on it, so now I can actually wear them. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't have to cross out the front to Kentucky or something. That would have been that would have been devastating. Uh, I'd never do that. But. No, no. Glad glad you don't have to even think about it. A special shout out to your wife. She is putting together an incredible website for Dan and I for zerodoinks.com. She's killing it. It's great. I send her weird emails, and she hasn't called the cops, so thank her for for me. Please, Mark. There's no way she's concerned. Her husband owns a jersey that says Cockburn on the back. I don't think she's worried about <laughs> the level Coburn. of creepiness. It's Cockburn. Let's go to Brother Dave. Brother Dave. Hello. You, hello. You were on Hams and Eggs before it became Fans and Eggs. Mm-hmm. You are also handsome. You love a soccer team that we have come to hate. And how are you? Are you in a pool right now? Not yet. I'm watching people in a pool. I'm I'm in a soundproof booth watching Ooh. pool going, I guess. Speaking of creepy, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Uh yeah. what type what type of suit are you wearing? Are you wearing one of those like full body one piece from shoulder to yeah. to, think, to think, knees? Of, think of Borat. Think of Borat. <laughs> but hairier. But hairier. Obviously. Impossible. Impo- well, I don't think. Well, I don't know. We'll I've, see. I've I've seen you shirtless, so you might be right. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> how how are you doing? You you may be out of all of our all, all of our eggs. You may be the most conservative about your your expectation and your love for Justin Fields. That's true. Is, why why is this, Dave? And can we change your mind? Well, I th- I think it's just the amount of monies that I lost on Ohio State games last fall. I didn't follow – I think maybe I didn't follow Rick enough, and mm. my monies went down a hole in a, in a few Ohio State games. So Justin Fields has a little bit of a, a, little bit of a ramp to, to earn my trust back, but I, I'm confident he can do it. You have more thumbs than Rick, so you'll, you'll always have that on him. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry too much. Money can't buy you thumbs. I think that's a song by Lady Gaga. That's, that's what she says. That's what she says. Money can't Dave, buy you thumbs. Dave, I don't know if you saw yesterday the Tampa Bay Bucks got their uh, those, Super Bowl rings. Yeah, I uh, saw do you do, do you get as as someone who has a Super Bowl ring uh, during your time with the Saints? Do you also yeah. get your ring out? Do you do like a like an in home ceremony uh, reveal I, 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 every year? I sh- I generally only bring it out for the Super Bowl. Ooh. And when I saw those photos, it was almost disgusting. The size and the uh, the girth over gaudiness. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I feel like my ring is too big, and that was eleven, ten, eleven years ago, and they've just continued to get bigger. And like I I could never imagine wearing it on a daily basis, let alone. Like, I don't know, or I can't imagine wearing it more than once or twice a year. They've they've gone over the top. I I think they may have gone too far. So when the, when the Bears win six or eight in a row, I think they they'll probably grow to the to the uh, the size of the room that I'm sitting in, which is fairly gigantic. 
That's fantastic. Dave from the soundproof booth next to a pool filled with people he may or may not know. That, that is just, that is amazing. Uh, we've got a couple more eggs to get to here. Tim in Iowa is currently in Colorado. He's wearing sunglasses and a beard. Tim, how the hell are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm only wearing sunglasses and a beard. So, you know, that was just the top of my picture you saw. Well, that's that's how I picture you every night before I lay my head on my pillow. That is amazing, Tim. Uh, have you recently placed any more um, wagers in an Iowa rest stop? Has that happened recently? <laughs> no, no, not in, not in a rest stop. Actually, the last thing I think I bet was the British Open and didn't do very well. So, you know, mm. but... who'd you back? Who'd you back in that one? I think Kepka, and then someone mm. else didn't do, didn't go very well. Yeah, if you have a great Sunday, you know, it doesn't mean much if you're. Thursday through Saturday was shit. So thanks a lot, Brooks Kepka. How do you feel about Iowa football going into this year and or basketball? How do you feel? Well, I mean, I uh, naturally pessimistic about both, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure our football team will end up eight and four like every year, and the basketball team will make the NCAA tournament and buy out in the first round like they do every year. So you know, <laughs> we've set our expectations. I had an Iowa fan text me yesterday and say that the game NFL, uh, sorry, NCAA game of the year is in Ames. Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, do you agree? No, I don't agree. But for I will say this: if there's any Iowa State fans listening, they better win that game. We've won five in a row, and they act like they have the best football team since you know. I've, I've seen people in the state compare them to Alabama, and I just kind of laugh and <laughs> move on. But if we win this game, then they've they they'll never live it down. What about the uh, rumor that Iowa State's looking to join the Big Ten with Kansas? Are you are you okay with that, or are you gonna be uh, are you gonna be scared? No, I wouldn't be scared. I don't know if Iowa would. I don't know what the uh, veto power is of a of a Big Ten institution, but I don't think they'd want that. I think Bill is still trying to actively get vetoing power to get Northwestern out of the Big Ten. <laughs> that is true. I don't doubt it. Too, too many football losses. That uh, yeah, get out of here, Northwestern, and get out of here, Iowa. One more egg to crack here. We've been letting them brew. He has a Guinness in one hand and something else in his other, I'm guessing. It is Darren from Dublin. Darren, how in the hell are you? I'm very good. Very, very good. The Guinness is flowing now, I must say. It's going down very, very well. But I will say, like Anthony, it is also stupidly hot in Dublin. Stupidly hot. And we're just not able for this. It's like it's it's about 28, 29 degrees Celsius, which I know is probably nothing to most of the people, especially Diego. It's probably winter for him, but uh, it's roasting for us. It's far too hot. Well, not as smoldering as you in a grease tank T-shirt. That's for well, sure. That's the new purchase you made. How how is that? Uh, how is that benefited been, your personal life? Ah, fantastic! It's been received extremely well in the bedroom. Um, it's helped a hell of a lot. Um, but no, I think it's probably been the best thing I've ever bought. And I recommend everybody should go out and get themselves a grease tank T-shirt. It's the way forward. It is the way forward. I think that is that is fantastic. I will uh, always Darren. also say that the chat we were having has been listening to it has been really really great, and it's kind of now and again it's dipped almost Betty Ford clinic wise. So it it would there was talk of a, a drunk uncle at a fifteen year old birthday that I thought was going to get very dark, you know, and then we're, we're in. There's a guy watching people in a swimming pool in a window, like probably a shed. So that's a bit dark as well. So I'll try and keep it as light as I can as we go on. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
I, I won't bring my alcoholism into it. We'll, we'll try and keep the whiskey talk and Guinness talk to a minimum. No, I don't. I don't think we should. I think we should double down. <laughs> yeah, Darren, what have you? Uh, what have you and your and your wife uh, spent all of your winnings on? You you famously, uh, for Zero Doinks listeners, were the recipient of what ten thousand euros? Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, ten thousand euros. So about twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was really really cool. Um, we got like you know. Unfortunately, like when, if you if I'm 42 now, if I won it 20 years ago, it would have been hookers and cocaine. But like now, I have to do proper things with it. So I have to get the gutters done and going. You know, we're going on holidays to Skibbereen. We're heading down Anthony's way next week, and then uh, we're you know I got the patio done out the back. Some of that all boring stuff, but I did get myself a couple of bottles of whiskey out of it. So. That's good. Some some wall whiskey. What's your whiskey of choice these days? Do you have? Do you have a favorite oh, to put in your yeah, mouth? Like my favorite whiskey is a whiskey called Blue Spot. Uh, that's the favorite one I own. My favorite whiskey of all time is Middleton. Uh, very extra rare, but are very rare. But the Blue Spot is my favorite at the moment, but you can't get it anymore. It's very hard. So the one I drink probably the most, I actually quite like Maker's Mark. Okay. Okay. That's uh, it's a pretty popular one here in the States. That's for yeah, damn sure. It's just, it's tasty. You know, you can pick it up, you can drink it, you can eat it with your cereal in the morning. It's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't affect your day too much. Absolutely. That is <laughs> Whenever you'd like, put it, put it in your Cheerios and uh, yeah, have it. yourself a day. Absolutely. Well, well, Darren, we would love you to stay in the room if you're, if you're so inclined. It's great talking Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. All right. So give us, give us a minute because we want to kick it to a guy in Indiana currently in between umpiring games hopefully not nude because that i assume they're children that he's umping i'm not sure it is phil in indiana phil can you hear us can you talk hello got phil me? yeah we got gotcha. you well to answer your question yeah. answer your question i'm only half nude right now because i can't be full because it is children so <laughs> there's there's laws against which that. half is which half is nude then phil uh the top half okay that's fair the half, the half that won't get me arrested. Phil, how uh, have you tossed any managers today during your tournament, or how's that going? I have not yet. Today, yesterday or today, uh, there was a there was a close one yesterday that after I gave him the warning, he shut up. So that was that was that was good. But uh, it is uh, very hot and humid, and very little breeze. So. I think I've lost about 30 pounds in two days, so we're doing good. Well, hey, nothing wrong with that. Jim Miller wishes he could say that. Uh, speaking of which, have you been signing autographs after your appearance on Jim Miller's XM show, Moving the Chains? Are you a celebrity? I, I have not gotten any autograph offers yet, but uh, I think I think they're coming. Uh, I would. Have, you, have you gained any uh, new listeners since I threw out the name on the podcast? Oh, I think so, Phil. We greatly appreciated the shout-out. That was fantastic. Um, are you a little offended by him kind of making fun of your dog? Well, see, my, my, my Yorkie, she likes to, uh, anytime I'm on the phone and I start talking, she likes to bark. And then she barks, and that sends the pit bull into a frenzy. So, but, yeah, I, I'm only about an hour away from you guys. So if tomorrow you guys get a little time to sneak away from the house... Come on down to Crown Point. It's a blast. 
a little bit of chasing balls with balls, as Rick Fieldsman would say. That is an invitation that's going to be difficult to decline. That's for damn sure. Same with our listeners, even though this will this will air way after your tournament. So they just may be showing up to Crown Point and be disappointed that they don't see a, a pantsless Phil in Indiana. Uh, Phil, are you? Uh, you said you have a pit bull. What is the name? What are the names of your dogs? The Yorkie is Pixie Rose, and the Pitbull is Thor. We're going to open the floor now that we've got everybody here. Uh, who has a question for some some of the other eggs? I got a question for Grease Tank. Why can't you share your boy Pat with the rest of us, man? You got him for like four or five years now. It's time to let him go down to Chicago. Come on, let, him, let the Bears get him. Pat Fitzgerald is getting buried underneath Ryan Field. He will never leave Evanston. I'm sorry. I, I, I know we'll give how... him back when he dies. We'll give him back when he dies. <laughs> no, he he's got a ton of unfinished business at Northwestern. He you know, he's he's made it down to Indy two out of the last three years, but that, that that's not enough for us Wildcat fans. So Lance, what do you reckon? How many games before JF one takes over from Dalton? Training Zero. Yeah, it's it's, it's happening in preseason. Yeah. Ooh, brother Dave and Anthony both saying preseason. Uh, is that what you is that what is that the consensus on on the Irish Bears show, Anthony? Is that is that what you guys have all thought? Well, when he first when he first was drafted, we were saying he shouldn't play any games the whole season. Three weeks later, we were saying week ten. Two weeks after that, it was week two. <laughs> now we're saying tomorrow. So yeah, it's it's uh, look. Andy Dalton looks a bit like a paddy. So I kind of feel a bit sorry for him. We can all agree. Andy Dalton looks a lot better with his helmet off with that luscious flowing red hair. But Justin Fields looks a lot better with that helmet on and that visor. Plus the visor, yes. So make it it happen, Aggie. I was was waiting, Sonia. Phil, are you ordering a sandwich right now? I am eating a cookie sandwich, ice cream cookie sandwich. Full fact for you, in South Africa, where my wife is from, Cookie is slang for vagina. So if you're eating a cookie sandwich, good on you, Phil. Well done. <laughs> Probably shouldn't hey, do that uh, with kids around. Though. Yeah, careful. careful. There's, a, there's, there's, there's a kid in my vicinity. <laughs> Fuck. That was amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. That is a fun fact. That is the definition of a fun fact, Darren. Well, well played. That, that was a oh, part uh... of the multicultural group, you know? That's right. Last question to Darren. What do they call the cookie monster in South Africa? (laughs) Well, in South Africa, uh, they call the cookie monster Darren. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. Absolutely amazing. (laughs) Comedy gold with you guys. Always, always. Uh, Diego, what is the slang? We want to know. You you said you you drop a lot of uh, uh, curse words on, on your show. What is the slang for cookie, if you will, in Mexico? Oh, fuck. It's called panocha. Panocha. Panocha, panocha with, a, with a P as a pencil. Oh. Panocha. Okay. All right. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I think that is a sandwich in Ireland. Yeah. That sounds like a sandwich you get in a coffee shop in Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Give me a ham panocha, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer grill. Uh, I almost said ground beef one. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <laughs> it will sound better like give me a glaze, Panocha, you know? Yes. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. I think you can get that at the local donut shop. I got a question. I got a t- question actually for Grease Tank. Grease Tank, you're going to be a participant in the Hot 10, so hopefully everyone listen to that. 
that's uh, almost a week, a week from tomorrow. Uh, who do you think on the Bears would be the best contestant for eating these hot-ass wings? Oh, Akeem Hicks by far. Have you ever heard that story of him crushing like 40 wings and 20 beers in one night after a college game? No, I don't know the story. But that's different. That's quantity. I'm talking like who can take the heat. That's the that's the biggest part. I, I stand with my Justin statement. I, 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 I think I think I, I think Hicks can take that heat. Uh, I don't know about anyone else. Maybe maybe, maybe Khalil Mack. Uh, and I mean, if he was still on the team, I'd go with my favorite defensive player, Brent Urban. But he's no longer with us. I, I, will, go, I will go for uh, Cairo Santos. You know, he's <laughs> uh, Latino. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I, I missed the question. Hey, it's Marcel. Marcel in Minnesota. Let's go to you real quick, Marcel. Marcel, how you doing? How is your awesome band? Are you guys playing anywhere anytime soon? And are you currently wearing a Justin Fields jersey? Well, I'm doing good. I'm currently hiding at work right now. But <laughs> uh, no, we haven't. Uh, we were supposed to do a show last week, but I was unfortunately going to be out of town. And so we weren't able to do it. Um, but yeah, we're look, we're definitely looking to get back into doing shows now that the pandemic is easing. I, I just it's just so much going on in the month of July, you know. But no, I'm not wearing. I'm not. My Justin Fields jersey will not be put on until week one. That whereas what I'm sticking by. Marcel, I got a question. Are we're are correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't you going to Bears Raiders in Vegas? Is that still in the works? Uh, I'll be in Vegas, but I still don't know if I'm going to the game because tickets are nuts. <laughs> but I did buy the plane ticket and booked the hotel, so I will be in the city for sure. And I I think I just heard that the I'm not a big not a big boxing guy, but I think Tyson Fury fight is the night before as well. So you were probably smart to get plane tickets and hotel. The, the, the t- Bears tickets might be the cheapest part of the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I saw that announcement. I texted all my guys and said, yo, and now they're more excited for the fight than the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to get them there. Uh, we owe you a congratulations, Marcel, right? You're Gonna be expecting expecting a baby relatively soon. Congrats, man. Yeah, uh, I actually just found out today the due date is the same same day as the Vikings Bears uh, season finale. So, oh, I really hope that doesn't interfere with anything. <laughs> so does that mean if it's a boy, you're going to name it after Kirk Cousins? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Marcel, no, no. what is what's the deal with Vikings fans? They seem real cocky these days with uh with how they're gonna perform this year. I mean they get they get cocky they get cocky every every year. They always believe they're the dark horse contenders and I'm I I just like to remind them that, you know, don't don't forget you guys are the ones who haven't been since the seventies. Now that they dropped that offensive lineman, they they really got confident now. Yeah, they're uh, Vikings fans seem obnoxious, at least on Twitter. I'm sure they're nice people, but I they still have Kirk Cousins. We have Justin Fields. I think that's the beginning and the end of that argument. And it's okay because we always come together to hate Packers fans. So, good point. Did you see the the wonderful news that's coming out of the Packerland? 
that Adams is also not going to sign his contract. Apparently, it's true. Yeah, Adams refuses to to re, to renegotiate a long term deal with the Packers. I think Devontae Adams has tied himself to Aaron Rodgers, and they're both just going to retire. See, this is where I have a problem because I, and this is what I have said on the show. I do. I want Rodgers to stay. I want Devontae Adams to stay. I want them to have all their best players staying so Je- Justin Fields can kick his ass to Jeopardy, to Denver, <laughs> to Mars, for all I care. I, Hell yeah. I don't Hell want yeah. to hear this crap about, oh, but we didn't have Rodgers. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I want them all there, I want them all fit, and I want us to kick their ass out of there. Okay, I'm okay. Here, here, here's the only reason why I disagree with that. They got to beat up on Josh McCown. They got to beat up on injured Jay Cutler. They got to beat up on Matt Barkley and Brian Hoyer. They got to beat up Mike Glennon. They, I let me tell you, we've earned the right to beat Jordan Love a few times. Oh, I'm all for, I'm all with you. We'll give it two years so they don't have so that so they don't have any excuses in two years. I'm all for it. Year three, Justin Fields <clears throat> thrown to Mooney. All for that. All for them beating up Love, whatever granny they can find. Everyone like that. I'm all for that. Just. The first year, second year. Thought of Packers fans crying gets me slightly aroused, though, I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. More than slightly. A lot of Packers tears on Twitter these days. And they're that's a soft bunch. They're they're way softer than Vikings fans, so let's put that out there. And Lions fans, who cares? They don't count. Do Lions fans even exist? I don't think yes. they do. Yes. I don't know. They don't think they do. I know a few Lions fans, and they're insufferable. They no, they, they act like they uh, they just love to throw digs at other teams, and then, you know, but then they the minute you start reminding them that they haven't won shit in their entire existence, they sort but of like, just scurry away. Dan, to me, it's, the Detroit Lions fans thrown shit at other teams because of, you know, it's a bit like Newcastle fans throwing shit at other uh, Premiership how, teams. I mean, they've done nothing. Fighting words. Damn, Darren. Yeah, speaking of uh, Lions fans, I've got a friendly wager going on with a Detroit Lions fan. Um, I, I made the statement that the Bears will obviously sl- sweep the Lions uh, this year. And he's and he claims that uh, Lions are going to run away with at least one. Uh, whoever wins that bet has to freedom funnel a can of four loco. So the loser of that is pretty. Oh, fuck. Is, is, <laughs> the, whoever, whoever loses that is is going to be going through yeah. a, a rough patch. But I'm, we don't we don't even as Mexican drink that shit, you know. <laughs> I think you guys oh, should no, definitely no, go join no Phil for some cookie sandwiches. That, that's why we, that's why we use it. Anyway. You, you can go go blind, you know, <laughs> with that shit. Yeah, a oh, lot lot worse things than going blind with drinking a four logo. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> you're safe, Frank. There's no there's no way you're losing that bet. You're good to go. No way. No, no way. Right. No chance. I can't understand how Detroit fans will actually believe they're going to win a game this year. Their, their coach seems like an absolute psychopath. Like that. The, the you know, the press conference again, when we get knocked down, we're going to get up and kick you in the shins and nonsense like that. Like, he's, he just seems like a space cadet. Yeah, that's yes. why they think they'll win, but they're going to end up 2-15 two and, two and 15 and fuck them. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love that coach's attitude and his spirit, but it's not like he's coming from a very successful program. He, he's coming from a very mediocre Miami Dolphins team. So, you know, for, for, for him to be talking that much – 
and with, with that much excitement and spirit, you know, he, he's setting the bar pretty high for himself to, to look like a fool after he goes two win 15 at the end of the year. He, let's be honest. He's a strength he, and conditioning coach. He's not an NFL head coach. That's he's that also, way. He, he's not Matt Patricia. That's all he is. He's not Matt Patricia, so mm-hmm. he's an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Does he wear a garbage bag on the sidelines, though, like Patricia? <laughs> well, that's yet to be seen. We'll find out. I got to get back to All the right. students. However, I want to leave with one last point. Matt Nagy is stupid for announcing a week one starter in May. And I will just leave it at that. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Thank Thanks, you, Marcel. See you, Mars. Thanks for hopping on, man. All right, boys, I'm going to leave you with this. I got to start putting the gear on for the next game. But uh, Justin Fields blows it up in the training camp, preseason games. He needs to start week one. If not, Nagy's a fucking idiot. Hell yes. On that note, this has been amazing. Thank you all for joining. This has been a red-hot reunion of fans and eggs on Zero Doinks. Thank you all for coming. We'll touch base throughout the year. Probably nude. Thanks, guys. Definitely nude. All right. Hey, and Dave. Yeah. Fuck Newcastle. Fuck Newcastle, <laughs> Dave. You sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. United. Go Cats. Gerald. Go, Go Bears. Go Bears. Right. See you guys. You would be the first sober white man to say that, Bill. I'll never forget that horse video, Bill. What was the locker room shower situation like uh, for the water polo team? Uh, pretty much how you would imagine it. Whoops, we're recording. Welcome back, Zeratoics. I hope you enjoyed our Fans and Eggs reunion. Darren, you were on fire. Brother Dave, you were on fire. All of you, thanks for joining us to talk turkey <laughs> all right now we're in we're in hams and eggs i don't know what voice that was i have a bit of a cold uh so do you it's, COVID. it's like it's covid it's yeah exactly um let's talk about what we've been teasing all night long we had the hot 10 event this past saturday night in rosemont illinois at joe's live it was amazing we took a party bus there. We drank a lot immediately after scooping up you and Jordan Doinks. Like, I, I haven't drank beer that fast in a while. Like, I don't know, I don't know what I don't know what was going on. How did you feel when we scooped you? Were you were you pretty pumped? Were you pretty jazzed? I was a little nervous. Could I just say that I was a little nervous? I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even know what kind of transportation was coming. Was it going to be? real tight squeeze where people are going to be real loose uh so yeah i had a few beers before i even got there mm. i feel i felt the same way the traffic was moving a little slow but i felt like i'm in a race to finish as many beers as i can before we get to this event and i accomplished that i accomplished that but in the van was when i found out we were going to have a few contestants in the wing eating competition which was a surprise to me, a pleasant, pleasant surprise for the rest of the yeah. evening. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a partial surprise to me as well. I, 
you and I had talked offline a bit um, leading into Saturday. And yeah, and thank you for saying it was a chicken wing contest. I neglected to say that at the beginning of the segment. That's what the Hot 10 is all about. It was supporting uh, the Baby Spirit Foundation, wonderful charity. And that's where we were headed in that in that bus. So we, I mean, we it was a who's who in that bus. There was Rick Fieldsman and his wife. There was you and Jordan Doinks. There was Coach Cuse and his wife. There was Davey No Behavy and his lovely girlfriend that we met for the first time. It was, it was celebrity town, and yeah, so that was hot. Um, I committed there to participate. I committed in that party van, and much to my surprise, my wife, Kristen Doinks, did the same. That shocked the hell out of me. And I thought, are you sure? Are you serious? She does not like chicken wings. She does. Oh, not. really? Yeah. She she hates because the bone. Like she'll eat boneless. Hates having her teeth involved with the bone. So okay. that's why I was most shocked. Not wasn't about the spice. It was about the the vessel. Yeah, she was in it, and you could tell immediately she was in it to beat you. That was it. Like I think she wanted to finish, but she's like, as long as I beat Bill in this, like I'm good to go. So yeah. That had to make you feel great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, when we got there, I, I thought, mm, Kristen might not actually do this. And then, yeah, immediately she, she couldn't have signed up fast enough to participate. We saw Brother Dave there. We convinced Brother Dave to participate also. So oh, hold on. Let me, let, yeah, hold yeah, on. Ahead, I don't mean to interrupt you. Let me, tell, let me tell you the Brother Dave part of it. So we Please. met Brother Dave there. We all sort of felt like we were surrounding him we were all so happy to see him and he's like he and I were just talking at one point and he's like yeah they're trying to talk me into doing this thing tonight he's like that was a really bad idea I like and I was like dude you can't do this I was like don't do it it will ruin your night Bill and Kristen are gonna kill it it's gonna be hilarious just like just tell them to fuck off and don't do it he's like yeah 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 that's totally what I'm gonna do I literally left to go take a piss, and I came back, and he was at the table signing up to enter the contest. I'm like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I couldn't hold it together. <laughs> they were just pressuring me. I had to do it. And I think it's safe to say he regretted it. I think he regretted it. At least by the time he was finished with his portion, he did not seem like a happy man. No, it is very true. We <laughs> He was unbelievable, though. He was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, we, we got up to the table. I think there was like 30 participants, I want to say. It was it was red hot. The venue was amazing. I mean, Sean, Kevin, Andrew from the Hot 10, you three guys put on a show. It was a jam-packed audience. The energy was hot. The bar was open. We drank a lot, even before things got going. Uh, that place was beautiful. Too classy for us. Very classy, great event, great raffle prizes. I was lucky enough to win one of them, which was awesome. Uh, I don't know who the lady was running the uh, fifty fair split the pot. Did you did you happen to cross paths with her? She was very aggressive in a good way of pushing those split the pot tickets, and I respected the hell out of her. And so I I I assume it was somebody's mother who was running the show there. But whoever it was, kudos to you and your mom. You, she did a fantastic job. I yeah, loved it. I loved the venue. Yeah. I loved all of it. It was awesome. I loved it. It was so awesome. And and as you alluded, you know, Kristen was in it to win it. 
I was in it to have a great time. I was possibly the first person eliminated from the contest. Uh, and Rick Fieldsman, our, our resident um, Bears beat reporter extraordinaire, he was there. He did an interview on site right after I got eliminated. Rick, let's hear it, buddy. This is Rick Fieldsman reporting live uh, with Zero Doing. I'm here with Bill Doings. Bill, you had to tap out early today. Can you tell me about your experience here? Absolutely. You know what? The chicken tasted terrible. The spices were a bit hot, but it wasn't necessarily the heat. It was more the meat. I had a lot of chicken in my mouth. I choked under pressure, and not, I'm not a great eater. I love... I, I love goldfish. I love goldfish. So it wasn't your best performance by any... I was trying to count how many people went out before you. I think the total out before you was zero. Was zero. Um, How does it feel to be the worst competitor in this field? You know what? It feels great. I am shocked that I made it past one wing. I feel amazing. The the bell in my hands felt natural. I'm an old farmsman, so that felt like bringing those cows back to pasture so I could, you know, milk them with my mouth. It felt great. You know what? I feel like I left on top. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you very much. We're going to root on your wife here, Kristen Doinks. And uh, that's it for live from Joe's Live. This is the uh, chicken eating contest. And we'll send it back to the boys. Okay. That that brings back some tough memories there, Rick. Yes, I came in last, but not in my mind. I, I couldn't believe. Could you believe that I even was on stage, much less put anything in my mouth? I could not believe it, but I I, I should apologize because I was being a bit of an asshole trying to taunt you into into quitting. I just was giving a lot of people shit. And I and, and like the guy who didn't participate, me, and I'm sort of running up and t- up and down the table kind of throughout the night. I think at one point later in the in the event I looked at Sean, I go, You do not look well and he did not. And then he flipped a switch and he was banging the table and he he pulled through, but uh, so it was just before. What were you at? Wing three when they gave you that giant wing. In your defense, that wing was massive, was huge. Uh, but they had the bell out in out in the middle of the table in front of the guys running the event. I took that bell and I put it right in front of you, and that was perfect timing. I was like, "You're going to be the first one to go down." Were you? upset with me at that point were you sort of relieved that you did had didn't have far to walk for the bell like I took a lot of the effort out of you because you rang that thing I dropped it at the table and then walked back to our group and you were ringing that bell (laughs) yeah no I was appreciative I was I was had my exit strategy the second I saw that giant wing get in front of me I think it was wing four technically I think I think I dropped out between three and four out of the 10, um, Frank Grease Tank was also participating here. Let's not bury that lead. Uh, I, the only, my only regret was thinking that Frank would make fun of me. Even though Frank's such a nice guy, he really wouldn't. I knew I'd get some shit from, like, you know, Sean and, and the others running the event. But uh, my main concern, I know you guys would be fine with it because, you know, again, you know me. Um, but, yeah, I was afraid that I let Frank down personally. Yeah, Frank. Frank had, I think, $100 worth of milk in front of him. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. It was a beautiful sight. Frank Frank killed it. He looked great through the whole thing. 
but that that was my favorite from my perspective i'd look at frank and he would just take down the he would like put the wing in his mouth and pull it out and it was just clean bones and i look over at you and you're just nibbling at it just a little nibble here and there twisting it around it was killing me and when you rang that bell i'm sorry i booed the loudest i think i called you a loser like i was trying to get people riled up to taunt the shit out of you and it gave me so much joy i love you but it was hilarious yeah that was that was great i i loved that moment myself um i was a bit i was a bit surprised by all the booing (laughs) i'll admit i thought i knew that there (laughs) i was as well but i loved it and i jumped me off yeah it felt natural it felt very natural yeah it was good because i thought to myself those that are booing me have no idea the fact that I thought I'd be gone prior to finishing wing number one. I was so stunned that I finished one, much less possibly three, if my count was correct. But um, the next to go was Brother Dave. That that yep. surprised me. Surprising. Um, yep. On the on the other end of this Rick uh, on site interview, let's talk. Let's talk a bit about about Dave. Okay. Rick, take it from here, bud. Rick feels been zero dollars, Dave. Uh, it's not good. Not good. Too hot. Too hot. Too hot. I got a piss. Come on. Where, where, did, where, where did they go wrong today? Where did it go wrong today? Too many Scovilles. Too many Scovilles. Oh, uh, this is Rick Fieldsman reporting live from the Hot 10. Joe's and Rosebud. Oh, man. Yeah, that was... That was tough. Uh, too many Skullvilles for, for Brother Dave. That's for damn sure, as as he said. Um, was he your odds-on favorite to win it, uh, even including Grease Tank? Like, did you think he'd have a shot at all ten once he got up the gusto to actually participate? Yeah, I thought Dave was going to make it all the way through. I, no, I thought Grease Tank was out of the like the people we knew in it. Grease Tank was my favorite. Um, yep. Then Dave. Then Kristen, then you. <laughs> no offense, buddy. Uh, no. But uh, did you guys have no. some side wagers going? We or, did. Or we did. We like were just a taking poll? a poll. Yeah. I don't know where it landed, but I think um, you could just tell Kristen was so locked into finishing uh, more wings than you that I was like, "Yeah, Bill's Bill's going down in that in that household." So, uh, but brother Dave. Yeah, he it took him a while to bounce back. He did not seem well, as you could hear in the in the audio. He did not like Rick being in his face immediately after when he couldn't feel his lips. But Dave, uh yeah, so brother Dave, I I was hanging out with him quite a bit after and he was not well. He was not well. And I don't I get it. I get it. So, uh the yeah. crowd was still a little harsh, I think, with Dave when he bounced out there was still the booing booing was happening at that point yeah i was i was stunned when when he was i thought he was kidding and he i was i still hung around um the table to to support both dave and my wife and uh, there was like a garbage can next to me which is understandable i was trash and uh yeah brother dave he stood up and he said i'm out and i'm like no you're not out this is wing six i want to say 
And he's like, yep. And he spit out whatever was in his mouth. And he was, give me that bell. I don't know where he got the bell from. How greasy was that bell probably by the end of the night? It had to have been disgusting. Oh, absolutely disgusting. But, yeah, he he was out. But um, Grease Tank and Kristen were not out. And Grease Tank got, he got that championship belt that he's always been looking for. I'm super proud of him. He I think he'd said he'd never made it past wing seven or something like that. Yeah, I think um, so. But yeah, he he fucking killed it in front of his in front of his friends and future family. Uh Grease Tank was interviewed right after finishing the tenth wing by Rick Fieldsman. Rick, fill us in. This is Rick Fieldsman live here at Joe's Live. I'm here with one of the winners, Grease Tank. Grease Tank, tell me first of all, congratulations. Tell me a little bit about your experience today. Well, the first half, I, I can't talk, my tongue's numb. First, the first half wasn't that bad, and I thought it would only get easier from there. Yep. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Let yeah. me tell you what, from uh, wing six all the way up to ten, it was just a punch in the nuts every bite I took. Yeah. And uh, by, 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 by wing eight, I lost feeling in my face, my lips, my nose, my chin, my cheeks. I lost feeling in feelings I didn't even know I could feel. <laughs> So it was a little bit deceptive because you did think they would start with the hottest wings and then go easier from there, but they did not. Tell me a little bit about what you did to prepare for this evening. I, uh, I loaded up on all the Prilosec and Tums you can possibly think of this entire week. Basically lined my entire stomach with uh, calcium carbonate. And then this morning I had a steady diet of oatmeal with a lot of saturated fats. Not discluding yogurt, milk, cream, butter, eggs, you name it, it's probably been in my gullet. And let me tell you what, that may have been the key to victory right now. You know what, it was all worth it to get to this point. Tell me a little bit about what you're going to do to celebrate this victory that you thought about for the last 12 months. You're finally here. What what are you going to do tonight to celebrate? I'm going to drink as many hams that I can possibly find in the city of Chicago. Um, Hams, I'm letting you know right now. I'm going to drink all the hams in the city of Chicago. So you better deliver more hams tomorrow because I'm going to drink them all tonight. And finally, what do you think the regular season of the Chicago Bears, the 21-22 season, is going to be? Bears are going to go 46-0. Don't ask me how they're going to get that many wins, but they will. They're going to win a Super Bowl, and everyone's going to be happy. Hams will be flowing out of the Buckingham Fountain. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, that was perfect. Congratulations again, Grease Tank. This is Rick Fieldsman coming to you live from Joe's Live in Rosemont. Take care. Send it back to the boys. Oh, my God. That was that was awesome. Frank, like we said, we're super proud of you. Um, it, was, it was just fantastic. It was fantastic. But I think, no offense to Frank, because that wasn't a huge surprise, I think Kristen got the MVP for the evening. I'm a bit biased. But she was the only female participant. And like I said, she doesn't even like chicken wings. Thank you, Dan, from the bottom of my heart for supporting her. You showed her a lot of support, as did our entire party bus, if you will. That was loud. We were probably very obnoxious, but that was fucking fun. It was awesome. Yes, I felt like I was a part of the team. I was instructed many times to go get cups of ice. Uh, from Jordan. Jordan Doinks was like, go get her some fucking ice right now. Do it. Go. Hurry. And I'd have to run to the bar and be like, I just need ice. Give me ice. It's for the contestant. And like, I need napkins. Give me a stack of napkins. So it was electric. Um, 
Yeah, Kristen definitely cucked you when it came to the chicken wing eating contest. She was the she was the real MVP, and it was impressive. Uh, so Jordan Jordan has been sharing <laughs> Kristen's victory with many people the last few days, and I think a line that she's been repeating to people is Kristen told her, "This is the greatest moment of my life." And I'm including when I gave birth to my children. It, like deadpan said that to Jordan and she will never forget it. It was electric. And if you just looked at, if you just looked at Kristen from like the neck up in between chicken wings and she's just rubbing ice on her lips, you would have thought she was, she was giving birth, right? Like, yeah. Yes. Just her face, like, sweating yep. and, like, had the shirt wrapped around her head, which was an awesome touch. Just She just looked <laughs> – she was in it, man. Like, I don't know how she did it. I it was That was so impressive that anyone finished it. But Kristen just felt like she just went from casually, like, I'm going to try to one-up Bill. And I – when did she want to – I know she wanted to bounce probably way before that. When – like, how further – along than you did she think about quitting do you know i don't know for sure but there are a couple small anecdotes i will share after rick fieldsman's interview with the aforementioned chris and doinks right now rick take it away one more time rick fieldsman reporting live from joe's at the hot 10 competition i'm here with the winner the only female to enter the only female to win Kristen Doinks. Kristen, tell me about your experience. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank Could you. not be more proud of you. Thank you. You had you. enormous support staff. Thank tell you. Tell me a little bit about your experience up there. Um, all I can say was uh, it got hotter as it went on. My puss is absolutely dripping with fire and sweat. Um, I accidentally got spit in the eye by a contestant, and so now I've lost vision in my left eye. Okay, yep, yep. I'm told it'll return in 48 to 72 yeah, hours yeah. from experienced people. I mean, you got to get in the trenches for a competition like this. So what did you do to prepare for this, uh, for this day? When did you decide to enter, and how much preparation did you do? Um, I decided to enter on the limo right here. And what was the other part? What did you do to prepare? Uh, absolutely fucking nothing. Um, but I do want to say that because I beat my husband, Bill Doinks, I now get to use the master shitter in our bathroom all night long, and he has to go elsewhere. That's perfect. And then what What? Um, what would you say is the one thing that you learned from this competition? That I'm stronger than my husband, but that's obvious. Uh, there's no, there's no, absolutely no doubt about that. If there's one thing you could tell the kids who one day want to achieve this competition, what would you recommend to them? Um, giving birth to children has been easier than this competition. And that has been... Kristen Doings from Estrogen and Eggs. Thank you very much. Congratulations Thank again. You. Thank and you. we are so proud of you. Kristen Doings, I'm going to send it back to the boys. This is right. Go ahead, go ahead. If I could just say that, honestly, I couldn't have made it this far without you. I, I've heard that a lot tonight from many men. You are the first woman. And your wife. Absolutely, yes. Thank you very much, Kristen. I'm going to send it back to the boys. It's Rick Fieldsman. Take it away, boys. All right, so that was her championship gloating. It's fantastic. My wife's a class act. You had just asked when I thought she was going to bow out or when she might have wanted to bow out. I think she was okay at seven and eight. 
Um, but I think she went into such a weird mental spot that she she told me yesterday that after wing nine, after she ate wing nine, she thought she was done. She thought there was wing ten for some reason. When, and this was even like after the tenth wing was put in front of her. Like it, she just like was in this weird zone. Like I did it. I, I'm a champion. I can relax now. And then I think she said she almost cried when she looked down and realized she had one more wing to do. But at that point, you're committed, right? You can't you, you can't, can't bow out at that point. And and she didn't. And she she pounded that one, that last one. And and um, I, yeah, because I think and I think it was a really big one. I think I think Jordan and. Uh, Coach Cuse's wife and others were screaming at the person that was delivering no, the chicken. I like, was, I was, that were was you part of it. I was okay. like, you gotta, you gotta help her out, help her out, give her a reasonable one. And the, she was searching around. She was searching around the tray for a reasonable one. Cause if she gave one, like the one that you had to bow out of that, that would have, that would have, that probably would have killed her. She'd probably be dead <laughs> right now. That's probably true. We still would have done zero true. doinks, I assume. Right. But Yes, uh, in her honor. But that that wing that you had, if she did that at number ten, I would have called the cops. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, and they would have taken your call. They absolutely would have. Yeah, the, the uh, shout out to whoever. Like, didn't seem like there were judges involved till the very end, which I guess makes sense. Uh, but that guy came up to Kristen after he was looking at the remnants of, of the bones. And he said, is this, is this yours? Is this yours? And she said, yeah. And, and he said, it's not clean enough. The other winners have, have clean chicken bones. And Kristen picked it up, ate the balance of it. I pretty much threw the bone right in that guy's face and said, fuck you. I am a champion. Good for her. Oh, I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of both of you. Um, can I ask a question? Yes. How was the bathroom situation the next better day? Than, <laughs> better than I was expecting, um, but easy for me to say. I think we. you may have been informed that the following day we had to go up to Wisconsin like an, um, like an hour and a half trip <laughs> to help clean up an estate, clean up a house of one of Kristen's relatives. And... and um, we may have had to make multiple stops <laughs> to and from uh, the highway. The last one on the way home, I think things almost got really bad for Kristen Ducks. Really bad. Like, I think she took the wrong turn out of the exit, and I was kind of like half asleep, and I'm like, oh, wait, I feel like I know why we're off the highway right now. And I feel like I was looking at it. It was like nothing but cornfields, and I thought, Cobb City. Cobb City. <laughs> Or whatever we said. Cob trap. <laughs> cob trap. You yeah, got into a cob trap. Yep. Now, all right, follow up to that. Was it more of a uh, like a, a hangover situation or like I have a bunch of inappropriate levels of hot sauce in my intestines problem or a combo of the both of the two, I guess? It's a fair, a very fair question. A great follow up. You should compete with Rick for our... Uh, <laughs> aspiring bears beat reporter um it in kristen's case it was pure chicken issues she said that she actually didn't drink that much i don't know if that's true or not um for me i have not felt that hungover in a long 
long time. I was miserable. I woke up like I had the fucking flu. Like I, it was it was so bad. How bad did you feel the next day? I hate to tell you, I felt I felt really good. I woke ah. up in the middle of the night and I was like real dry mouth, and I threw down a bunch of Tylenol. And then I uh, I woke up and I felt pretty good. I went boating yesterday and I threw down like two beers and I was all the way back. So <laughs> good move. I wonder if the you wings the wings with the beer like I, I couldn't imagine drinking after that. Like I so I tried one bite of I think wing number six and it it was awful. Like my I couldn't feel my lips for half an hour. So I couldn't imagine eating an entire chicken wing and then having even hotter ones after that. And just ten wings in general is pretty filling and kinda gross. I mean you could yeah. do it. I've done it many times, but then to have oh, that insane amount, yeah, I would have been I would have been out of commission yesterday. So, I kudos to you guys. I didn't know you were going to Wisconsin. Was that a last minute thing? I didn't know that no, was even happening. It was. I I didn't want to talk about it out loud because I was so like that's going to be a horrible driving experience. Like I was trying to block it out. I um, you know the I think the biggest issue for me was. And maybe you can shed some light on this because I don't remember how this happened. But after the contest, I did a tequila shot. I don't know who gave it to me. I don't know who I did it with. But all I know, I put it in my mouth. It was so warm that I almost projectile vomited right away. Like I got it down and I'm like, fuck, I don't think I got that all the way down. So I don't know if you were there, but I had to leave because I had to find a garbage can. Yeah. No, I saw the whole thing. It okay. was Kevin who had the tray. There was like, almost like like little Dixie cups of tequila, and he he brought it to me, and I said, "No fucking chance." And uh, and so he handed him out. And uh, I don't think we mentioned that Rory Doinks was there as mm, well. We did not. Yeah. So he and I watched you take that tequila shot, and Bill. Uh, no, sorry, Rory, who you were roommates with in college. He goes. Oh, I've seen that look so many times in college. He's like, Bill is not handling that well. And you, if we saw you walking away with your shoulders sort of, this is not a good visual, it's a podcast, but it felt like you had your shoulders up real high, like you were holding it up in your chest and yep. walking towards the bathroom. We were like, oh, yeah, that, that was a terrible idea. So, yeah. yes, I saw the whole thing. Yeah, I okay. must have been more sober than I uh, than I should have been, but... <laughs> I was riding on a high from the whole thing. The whole thing was just so electric, and I was definitely – I went and got – yeah, when you guys dropped – Jordan Doig's I got dropped off first at the end of the night. I stepped off that bus, and I felt shit-faced. I felt shit-faced. <laughs> but, but everyone else was so drunk, and there was a lot of yelling and shouting and a lot of weird talk going on that – I was like, oh, my God, these people are so drunk that it's sobering me up. So the tequila was a terrible idea, and that probably would have ruined me for Sunday as well. So yeah, you made a lot of bad choices, but Mm. good choices for me, so I appreciate it. Thank you for your service. You are welcome. And you you alluded to the the bus ride home. This segment is going to finish with a couple of small highlights that will not get anybody in any trouble. But there were a couple of, of funny moments that I think our audience will enjoy. And um, 
the thing that I keep going back to is Brother Dave, who lives on the northwest side of the city, took the party bus from Rosemont, Illinois, back to Naperville <laughs> to my front porch, only to have an Uber take him from Naperville <laughs> to Chicago. <laughs> what kind of decision was that? <laughs> that was he was doing he was doing some mental math of the the mileage from rosemont to the city to naperville and he was trying to convince specifically jordan that it was an equal distance ride and we were like dave this this makes no sense why are you on this bus right now why are you are literally heading in the opposite direction <laughs> you need to go and then just brother dave's just like eh, i'll figure it out i'll figure it out no big deal very good point. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I've been meaning to ask what what happened to Brother Dave. Is he still wandering around Naperville? I'm happy to find to find out that he got an Uber home. He got an Uber home. He did. I was there for it. We we threw down two more beers while we're sitting on my front porch. Why did we do that? So again, it's all making sense why I felt yes. like death warmed over on Sunday. That one's on me. Um Fantastic. Thanks again to the guys from the Hot Ten. That was unbelievable. Thank you, Sean, Kevin, and Andrew. Thank you to the Baby Spirit Foundation for being part of such a magical night. And, yeah, let's close the segment out with just a little glimpse of what it would be like to hang out with us socially. Zerdux. Drinking blackberry and hibiscus. That's a good one. What's up? That's a good one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, keep it going, buddy. Keep it going. Let's go. Let's go. Re-engage, Ricky. Re-engage, Rick. Reel it in, Rick. You got this. You got it, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, Rick. You got it. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball, push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes, go kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Zerdogs, Hams and Bread, America's favorite gambling segment. Um... This is where Rick again. Rick's been Rick's been the star of this episode, no doubt about it, um, among others. But there's been a lot of Rick Fieldsman. Rick, you wanted to give us some hot hot picks, but they may be a little different than one usually experiences on hams and bread. 
But take it away with some hams and spread, bud. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, 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 and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and Spreads, featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. Oh, we are back. This is Rick Fieldsman. Oh my gosh, what an amazing series of events have unfolded over the past few days. Let me tell you a little bit about it. I Rick Fieldsman was cordially invited to... Uh, be a participant at the Bears training camp at House Hall. I am a Chicago Bears beat reporter, as everybody knows, and I got the press passes that I needed to win in a lottery, but I went on day one. Let me tell you a little bit about the experience. Drove to some mall in Vernon Hills, hopped on a a prison bus, I think it was, dropped me right at the gates of the promised land. Oh, St. Peter was greeting me at the gate as I walked through, and I was in Hallis Hall for day one of Bears training camp. And then I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what I saw there. Number, You know what? We're going to make this three hot, hot picks of content that I picked up there. Number one, Cole Komet is the chosen one. Oh, Cole Komet has been working out this offseason. He looked unbelievable. He was snatching every ball out of the air. They didn't have pads. He didn't care on tight end. He was sealing for that outside runner. He was putting his shoulders into everybody. Oh, he took his helmet off. He had a white headband a la Rick Fieldsman on the gray ball's court. This guy is the one to watch. If if Cole Komet was on Robin Hood, I would invest all of my funds into his account. His symbol would be K-M-E-T. Cole Komet's the real deal. Just wait for it. Okay, number, number two. Justin Fields is gold. Oh my gosh. The hype around Justin Fields was unbelievable. I love this guy. Andy Dalton out there, whatever. He can throw the ball. Anybody can throw the ball. Justin Fields really knows how to throw a ball. Oh, he was sliding that ball into the outs, into the middles, handing the ball off. It didn't matter. He looked great out there. Little side note. Little side note, a little inside information. They ran a little wildcat, and he was spread out wide. Maybe he's going to go in for a little receiving touchdown this year. Over. Half a receiving touchdown for the year, Justin Fields. I would go ahead and make that bet right now. Plus 600 probably. I'm going with it. Absolutely. Justin Fields, everybody is so hyped about it. The amount of Justin Fields jerseys were incredible. I saw one guy afterwards get, he was about to get into his Jeep Cherokee. He took his Justin Fields jersey off. He put it on a hanger and hung it in the back of his car because he wanted the, he wanted it to be pristine for opening weekend. Oh, it was, it was quite the seat. The sea, the seat, the sea. Oh, and then number three, I'm just going to say it. Matt Nagy, no visor, no hair. 
and he was looking a little bit red up top. So get yourself some copper tone next time there, Matt Nagy. Us bald men got to I'm not bald, but us like men who might have hair. Ch- I have a wonderful head of hair, but you, maybe not so much. You might want to lather that thing up next time because that's something that you'll never get back and you don't want to torch the dome. Anyways, though, I am so excited for football. It's coming, baby. It is coming. I was looking at the schedule. Uh, there's no weak link on this team. We are going to roll the competition. It's going to be unbelievable. I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be awesome. It's uh, Other teams are not going to be able to do anything. That's it. I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Oh, wow. I don't know if you knew that, Dan, but Rick was at Bears Camp and he's very braggy about it. Are you jealous of that? Very jealous. Good for him. I'm surprised they're even, he's even around, allowed to be around Halas Hall after. Uh, driving his wrecker through Virginia's chapel. Take that how you will. Uh, no, Rick. Rick is Rick is has been a fucking all star lately. So uh, I want to. Well, I almost said I want to live Rick's life, but no, I definitely don't want to do that. I like my thumbs. No, as you should. Have you? Um, speaking of wanting to live his life, I know that he's been throwing some down on the Olympics. Have you done any such things? Have you? Have you dipped your toes into any Japanese bodies of water, Dan? <laughs> no, I've I've not. Uh, the the boosts on like DraftKings and I think uh, Coach Cuse and and uh, Rick were throwing this around via text. Those boosts about if you put a for every dollar you put in, you get one back for. I, I don't I didn't understand it. I was like, there's way too many bullet points in this boost that I'm out. So I've not wagered on anything related to the Olympics. I also can't get a gauge of what's live and what's not. So um I feel like I, I, I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of what it is. I've I've enjoyed watching a little bit here and there. This the swimming is fun. Uh, what else? Diving. I've seen a watch a little diving. Why do they take showers after they they do the the diving competition? Do you have any idea? No, we should ask uh, Pat Doinks. He's very familiar with water sports. I think he was just a water polo guy. He does all of it. I'm He's just sure. always wet. Oh, very water much so. polo. Water polo, by the way, weird sport. I don't know what's going on there. You love to like punch guys or. I don't know. There's a lot, of, a lot of slap fighting in the water. I don't. I don't like it. No offense, Pat. Um, yeah, that's all I got. USA hoops. Are they even still playing? I. I, I don't know. They're playing. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Who cares? Who cares? I. Uh, I've participated a little bit in um, men's Olympic golf, uh, Brazilian volleyball, uh, Japan women's volleyball, and men's tennis. What was that? What was it? We'll go back. Brazilian volleyball? 
Well, yeah, Brazilian men's team volleyball. Okay, that's, I, let's. That'd be great well, if there was a specific Brazilian volleyball, though. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know. What uh, what drew you to Brazilian men's volleyball? Um, I think I happened to still be awake or something. That was the only live thing going on. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I didn't know yeah. if there was like a inside track that you're not sharing with your old pal Dan here. Uh, no, I don't know. When are the Olympics over? I feel like it's got to be soon, right? Yeah, whenever the end of two weeks is from when it started. Okay. I don't. I don't recall when it started. I don't know. This weekend, maybe. Pretty underwhelmed weekend? by the whole thing. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't seem to have a lot of juice. The some Caleb guy for the U.S. swimmer. He seems to be pretty good. Uh, Katie Ledecky. I think that's a name women's swimmer she's awesome apparently yeah i don't know that's fine olympics we need football to start we do we do enough of enough of these weird sports let's get the bears back on our tv and we will soon in a week and a half's time two weeks not a big calendar guy dan this has been another rousing segment of hams and bread with hams and spread the delicious innards of the segment thanks buddy love you rick it's not true the dude lying drinking blackberry and hibiscus hey guys it's season three have you ever wanted to follow us do it at Zero Doinks, Twitter at Zero Doinks, Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. What? What? Wild! If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks, follow us. Here we go. Hams, hams, and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Craig Kimbrell acquired by the Chicago White Sox. You can make a case the White Sox have the best starting rotation in the American League, and now the best bullpen in the American League. Oh, yeah, here we go. Hams and Ted, this week was the official, I guess not this week, end of last week, officially the end of the 2016 Cubs as we know it. Uh, So let me just talk a little bit here, Bill, about what transpired with the Cubs. Everybody pretty much knows, uh, all of you are mostly Sox fans. I said all of you are mostly Sox fans. That doesn't make sense. My brain still is covered in wing sauce. Uh, so let me just start by saying this. Fuck the Ricketts family. Everyone, if you listen to the show, you know my feelings on that. The Ricketts family fucking sucks. This all started because of them. I saw this line on Twitter, and it stuck with me, and it's so true. Nobody cares about the fucking Catalina Wine Club, Tom Ricketts. Todd Ricketts, I don't even know your names anymore. You all fucking suck, you racist bastards. Nobody cares about your stupid new clubs. You're building around the stadium. 
and then your marquee network and your biblical losses. Just shut up. You're a billionaire family. You, this all started because of you because you started to care only about making money, and that's it, not winning baseball games. Now, I will say that. Fuck you, Ricketts family. You're trash. You suck. You used to care, but now you don't. But let's but let's let's be honest. That this team, that team, I shouldn't even say this team, that team needed to be blown the fuck up. I've been saying that the last few episodes. This this shit has been going on for a long, long time. It was only shocking because it all happened at once. All those guys went at the same time. The, and, let, and let's be honest, the core pl- the core group of players, the four guys or whatever, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, they fucking underachieved. They underachieved their fucking asses off. So we can blame the owners, but some of this shit has to be shared with the players. They they just didn't they didn't flip the switch. It's been the same shit. I've done it over the years. I've blamed coaches, the head coach Madden, Ross, Chili Davis, a hitting coach, other hitting coaches. It was all the same shit. So we got to blame some of that on the players. So I know I know you regret not having a Chris Bryant on your team. Everybody wants a Chris Bryant on your team. And I know the players were upset that they never got, uh, you know, got their proper due or their extension when they felt it was necessary. But just like Aaron Rodgers, he was pissed about them drafting Justin Jordan Love. He went into fuck you mode. He won the fucking MVP. These players never did that. They seemed upset. Rizzo, oh, the captain of the team. He never went into, like, fuck you mode. That guy can't hit for the first two months of the year. Every single year, nothing's changed. It's a team who couldn't hit. Uh, Jed Hoyer, I don't know if you heard this, Bill. Jed Hoyer was on uh, Cap and Hoodie Show this morning and claimed that he did offer extensions to all these guys, and he stands by the offer that he made, and they'll hold up when they go to the free agent market that what they offer them was the market rate and they're going to regret not taking it. He did push back, but he also seemed puzzled. Did you hear that today, Bill? Did you hear any of that stuff? It was kind of yep. interesting that Hoyer seemed puzzled why these guys didn't actually want to play here. Almost made it sound like they're two-faced, like, oh, they say they love Chicago and they want to play here, but they made fair market deals and those guys like wouldn't even counter, wouldn't even come back to them. So, you know, I... I I lost love for these players a long time ago because they just seemed to they seemed to be uncoachable. They didn't seem to want to improve after they had won at all. I think they just thought they had it good. They're going to win like nine World Series, and they're going to be fucking heroes in the city forever. What if uh, – so the Cubs fans were crying, oh, this is the worst day ever. What would have happened if we had lost in 2016? We were so close to losing it. Would we have still held on to this core this long? Would they have been upset? We were we're a fourth place team right now. Fourth place team in the fucking division that's not that good. Those are expiring contracts, so get rid of those guys. Get something for them. I just don't I think I mentioned this to you guys over the weekend. There's a there's a small part of me that enjoyed the 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 meltdown on Twitter from Cubs fans. It was so over the top. Just be realistic for me once. They're fucking. They were. Tra- they've been trash for years. We were lucky to even win in 2016. We tried to blow that one as well. Just imagine how much shit we would have felt for the last. You know how that just bought more time for these fucking guys. 
Uh, so who did, who did the Cubs get? Madrigal. Okay, good. You like him, right, Bill? He's that was a yeah, good pickup. Good player. It yeah. seems like a good trade for the Cubs and the Sox. It would have hurt me more if we would have sent like Javi to the Sox, and then he 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 would he would have been good. Kimbrel is a is a great. He's gonna be great for the Sox. That's gonna help push him to another level. We got some guy named Pete Crow Armstrong. I don't even know if that's a real guy. That sounds made up. I don't know. Apparently, he's pretty good. He's an outfielder from the Mets. I don't know. There's a right-handed pitcher from the Giants, Caleb Killian. I don't know who that is. I don't know any of these guys. Do you Do you have any sense? I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a nerd. I don't follow minor league baseball. So um, I don't know if that's good or not. It seems like the consensus is like, oh, what a tough day for the Cubs getting rid of all these guys. If you watch this team at all, they're fucking underachieving bastards and have been for years. So, bottom line, this shouldn't be happening for the Cubs. They're a huge market team with a shitload of money, with a billionaire racist owner. This should never happen. The Dodgers never just fucking rebuild, right? They're just adding guys left and right. How are they doing it? The Cubs just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it seems like we're back to the same old shit of, oh, Wrigley's a tourist destination. It's just going to be, it's a cash cow. We're just going to keep making money until the fans start to push back. But that shouldn't be on the fans. It should be on the owners who should give a shit on what the product they're putting out there. So fuck you, Ricketts. Thank you, though, for blowing it up. It was time. Let's move on, motherfuckers. Sorry, Bill. No, no apology needed. Were you... um? Were you at all having your your heartstrings tugged when all this stuff was happening? It was in real time on Twitter, and and I don't know if you logged in and and saw Chris Bryant walking through the outfield with his dog Kevin. <laughs> Fuck you, man! You got that one last shot in. I love it. Uh, nope. Honestly. I love Rizzo. He's he. Sh- they sh- the Cubs should retire his number someday, just because he was the captain of the team that won it. But he was loving the attention on the way out. He was loving it. <laughs> so I I don't know. I was just like, come on, man. Like, just it's a it's a fucking business. Like, move on. If you want to come back so bad, then you can sign as a free agent next year. Who cares? Like the Chris. The thing that I felt bad was Chris Bryant getting emotional. They caught him like on camera. That okay, that got me a little bit. Like, I think Chris Bryant's a good guy. He's not a killer. He's frustrating, but he's I think he's a genuinely good dude. Um, but now he claims he grew up as a Giants fan and he's thrilled to be there. So maybe he was emotional because he's playing for his favorite team. So if that's true, then go fuck yourself, buddy. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked me if I'm upset that all those guys left and hit home runs like almost immediately. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care. Like, good for them. I hope they all do well. Like, it wasn't working with the cup. Like, if Chris Bryant goes out and starts hitting 400 and hits 40 home runs every year, it's like, okay, good. He just needed to get out of here. It wasn't going to happen here. Same with Rizzo. Um, you know, so I, I don't, I've already written him off. It is what it is. I, th- I did make the joke, though. I was like, "Oh, thank God we did not get a get rid of Jake Marisnik." That was just my running joke, and then it was announced like 
three hours after the deadline that the Cubs had indeed traded Jake Marisnik. So I was like, oh, no, not even my joking guy that this is hanging around. So, uh, you know, what will be weird is John Lester is with the Cardinals now. That's weird. Like, I'm not worried about it because he's not very good, but that's weird. So, and Kyle Schwarber, like, people are somehow trying to come full circle with him, like, Oh, Schwarber, even Schwarber got traded again. It's like, you think if he was a hot bag of shit, well, that's not what I say. That sounds like someone who's doing bad. If he was a hot piece of ass, the Nats, the Nats weren't getting rid of him and trading him, you know, a half a year of having him. So, I don't know. Fuck baseball. Baseball's the worst. I would never watch it if, I don't know, fuck you baseball. Grow up. Bill, talk about the Sox, please. Talk about good stuff. Well, yeah, we'll we'll talk briefly. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to get some of that off your chest. I think you speak for a lot of Cubs Nation. Um, White Sox, yeah, excited for them, for the changes. They needed a second baseman with Madrigal out. Uh, little did I know that Madrigal was out completely. Um, that caused some consternation with some Sox fans. So to me, that means it was a good trade because... You can't just get a guy like Craig Kimbrell for free. Um, so that's fine. And the arm that um, the Cubs got in that deal, I think I think he's pretty good too. Cody Hoyer, um, young guy, throws some hot, hot heat. So I think, I think Cubs fans will enjoy him. Um, Kimbrell, yeah, it's, it creates a weird dynamic between Liam Hendricks and Craig Kimbrell in the 8th and ninth. I'll be curious to see how old man, drunk-ass Tony La Russa handles that consistently for the uh, last two months of the season and into October. Um, they got Cesar Hernandez, second base, former Indians guy. That that was more surprising to me that that the second-place team in the division was willing to give one of their, you know, their day-to-day um, infielders to the team that they're trying to supposedly chase. So, okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. We'll take it. Uh, the thing I like most about those trades are – the fact that Hernandez and Kimbrell both have team options for next year, so they're not total rentals. That's great. Um, Sox got another arm from the Cubs. I was not that familiar with the guy, the righty out of the bullpen. I can't remember his name. Ryan Tapera. Thank you so much. He immediately had a horrible outing <laughs> for the White Sox. So um, I had Steve Ciszek flashbacks from last year when when the Sox flat out cut him after like a month and a half into the season so thanks a lot Cubs bullpen arms hopefully outside of Kimbrel that guy's supposed to be good though right that I don't know Kimbrel's been awesome are you talking about Tepera? no 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 the other guy the other guy oh, right. is supposed to be pretty good too yeah he's okay he's he's, he's not fine. bad he's not bad no he's serviceable he's the guy who got an MVP vote last year oh that's you remember right. that yeah that's yes. Ryan Tapera I think, which I think just came out, whoever did it, the writer said, I don't even know who it was. He's like, yeah, I'm the guy who voted for you for MVP. <laughs> he should immediately get his vote taken away. So uh, should. I think Tapero will be all right. They didn't cut him, That's did fine. they? They didn't get rid of him already? Okay. Not yet. Not yet. It's inevitable, though. Um, yeah, so it's fine. Socks are up nine with not a, you know, with a lot of time left, but not a lot of time for Cleveland to catch him. That's fantastic. 
Let's get that magic number countdown going. They have the biggest lead in the major leagues. They have the best home record in the major leagues. They're close to the one seed in the AL if they, you know, start hitting the ball a little bit better. Things are great, but I'm with you, baby. I, as much as I love the White Sox, as much as I do love baseball, I'm going to be in football mode here pretty quickly. So give it to me, White Sox, for a little bit longer. Yeah, I think you're in good shape. I'm happy for you, Bill. I'm happy for you. Because baseball's over for me, so it's officially yeah. over. It's all bears all the time. Uh, but best of luck to you, but not to Tony Larusa. Great run on him, by the way, over the weekend. Yeah. That trot out to home plate was awesome. That was great. It was. It was fantastic. That that was worth hiring him just for that. The fact that thing's gonna live in infamy. I love it. He made no sense doing that either. He's he's such he a strange it, man. Yeah, he's a prick. Um, but yeah, it did seem to. I I felt like Sox fans loved it though. The general consensus of Sox fans like, all right, now he's convinced me, he's the real deal. It's like, well, he's still a drunk Whatever. racist. So <laughs> stop it. Yeah, hard hard guy to like. Hard guy to like. This has been Hams and Ted. Baseball talk. Zerdux. Ryan Tapera. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers, minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. What's up, Bulls fan? It's Ayo, man. I'm happy to be home. I'm blessed for this opportunity. I'm ready to get to work. Even though my hat can't fit, y'all know the vibes, man. From Chicago, Illinois, number 11, Ayo DeSumo. <laughs> and it's money. All right, big 10 minute. Uh, We are here. Big week for your Illini. Illini hoops specifically. AO to the Bulls. That was a surprise. And your buddy, Kofi Cockburn. Cockburn. I burnt my cock is back in Shambania. Bill, give it to me. Oh, don't mind if I do. Uh, Also, (laughs) Big Ten football training camp is open for both our Gophers and Illini. Hugh Robertson will be on next week. Stay tuned. He's back. Huey's mayo and eggs. Um, Yes, but the big news was Io falling out of the first round, which is disappointing for financial reasons for both you and I. But um, into the Bulls' lap, he fell at pick 38. Fantastic fit for the Bulls. They need a guy like him off the bench now that they're trading Thomas Saransky, uh Tomas. And um, it's great. And it's a perfect spot for him. He's the right type of player that they need. He's versatile. He can play the one. He can play the two. He's big enough to be a two. Just needs to improve that three-point shooting just a wee bit more, but he's he's improved every year. Uh, he is awesome. Great character guy. Hard worker. 
Bulls fans, if you don't know Io, if you did not watch Illini hoops that much, you're going to love them. I was so excited that it happened. It was, it felt surreal. I was hoping the Bulls wouldn't screw it up. If it was Garpax, they definitely would have passed on him. Fuck you, Garpax. Thank you, AK-47, not your name. And Bruce Eversley Springsteen. What's his name? The, the actual GM. I think it's Mark. Isn't it Mark Eversley? <laughs> I think you're right. Springsteen. <laughs> yes, Mark Eversley Springsteen. Um, I think it's a great fit. I think it's great to get – I mean, that's just excitement out of a second-round pick that would not have happened. I assume he'll be in the rotation. What do you think? I mean, you're you're. I'm very biased. What was your reaction? How'd you feel about it? Give it to me. I love I love Io. I love every second of it because I you know most second round picks you kind of you know it's hard to get excited about anyone. But the local kid, he was awesome at Illinois. Um, yeah, he should be a first round guy. Very Tevin Jenkins like. Uh, a guy who just fell for, I guess, no reason. I, I don't really know. I, I don't know that I could name you three other uh, NBA draft picks. <laughs> so certainly no expert, but I, I wonder what this means today with the Bulls uh, signing Lonzo Ball. So is, is Io definitely slotted as a point guard? Because Co- Kobe White go to the two. Um I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that buries him a bit more on the depth chart, but either way, it's for the Bulls. It was worth worth a flyer because he's he's a talented dude, and he seems like he's a good leader as well. So I'm a hundred percent in. I would love yes. an IO Bulls jersey, uh, especially since I probably have, will have to get rid of my Kobe White jerseys soon because I think he is short lived on the Bulls. I think you might be right. Yeah, I could definitely see Kobe White more slotted to the two. I think that experiment of point guard probably is not going that great. And yeah, I yeah, Lonzo Ball will be the main ball handler, no doubt. Obviously, Levine can handle the ball a bit too. But yeah, I I think it makes it more comfortable for him to transition in. And like I said, he could play the one or the two very comfortably. He wasn't going to start anyway. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I know. I didn't even mention the Chicago angle. You mentioned it. The fact that the Bulls are his team, grew up not all that far from the United Center. Uh, I think he was more of a – he's that generation that was Kobe Bryant because he was too young for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Love Michael Jordan, obviously. But, yeah, he's that – we're getting old. So yeah, these, these dudes associate with Kobe more than more than Michael. But, um, but no, he's tried to – he always – he's tried to emulate his game, actually – um, with the greats, like he, he, I remember stories when he was at Illinois. Like he'd watch a ton of Michael Jordan tape, if you will, and a bunch of Kobe stuff. So that's just that's what he wants to be. He's a gym rat. I think uh, Coach Brad Underwood for the Illini hoops team said that the dude didn't really even have a social life. He just he was in the gym all the all the time. I don't think he drinks. That may change now that he'll have a bazillion dollars in his – I don't know why you'd start drinking if you have a bazillion dollars in your bank account. But um, we'll see. But, no, he's a grounded guy, great parents. His dad's still a high school coach and AAU coach in the area. So it's perfect, man. It's perfect. I love it. It's fantastic. And then, yeah, Kofi Coburn back in Champaign. I know I know his um, uh, theatrics 
rankled you. I'd like to hear a little bit about that in a, in a minute, but that's huge for Illinois basketball. He was not ready for the NBA, at least with the way the NBA currently is. He's he's a big man in, in a bygone era uh, professionally, but but he's a hell of a college basketball player. He may end up being the best college basketball player in the NCAA this upcoming year. They went from like maybe top 25 to maybe top 10 preseason. That's a big jump. Thanks for not leaving, Kofi. Thanks for not transferring. I love you. I forgave you immediately. Dan Doinks did not. Dan Doinks is still yet to forgive you, I think. Last we talked. No, it's true. I'm out on Cockburn. Uh, and I, I'm just going to call him Cockburn because, no, that was dumb. That was dumb as shit. Going through all those theatrics for a guy who uh, feels like he just wants to declare for the NBA. He's going to do it for like 10 straight years for, you know, probably get off your own ass a little bit of like oh making an announcement these are my top three. Ooh, you know what dude just go out and play basketball and be the best version of you that you can be and stop with the bullshit like your buddy io actually went pro he's gone i is it possible there's going to be a huge drop off with without io there for the cockburn man i mean <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I think the um, he and Andre Curbelo play really well together, and Curbelo's a pass-first guy. Io kind of needed his a little bit in that offense, so it was sometimes not the best fit with Io and Kofi. Um, but, yeah, I think Kofi was smart to come back to Illinois with Curbelo. Is just going to lob fucking alley-oops to him all day and all night. I just think it was, it was just a bad look, even from, like, from his teammates, from Underwood, even Illinois fans, it's like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, even when you knew you were coming back, just, like, have someone make that announcement for you. Don't do the big, like, reveal. and. No, I'm out on him. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not, saying I, I'm not saying I won't go back, but in this, as I sit right now, I'm out on Cockburn. Just in yeah, general, he and the general idea of burning your cock. Yeah, I'm out. Understandably, especially the latter. Um, yeah, I I get it. I was I was very annoyed with the fact that he went into the transfer portal and made me super nervous. You saw me justifying things. You saw me go through the stages of grief, basically via text. Yes. And uh, it's like, oh, well, maybe he'll still stay in the draft and it won't matter. Oh, he's coming back. That's great. Oh, fuck. But the best the best argument for basketball was Illinois for him. And I'm glad whoever is in his ear. Also, I think he I don't think he gets great advice from his handlers, if you will. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't say, no, you are you're going somewhere else for whatever reason. So I'm glad that he seemed like he made that decision. Thank God. Thank you, Kofi. I would have, I would have literally been depressed watching college basketball if Kofi was on another team, like Kentucky specifically, Florida State. It would have just been weird. Uh, but Kentucky going back to Orlando Antigua as an assistant coach, former Illinois assistant coach. Now he's back with Calipari. That would have, I would have been depressed. I would have been. Well, I'm happy for your sake. I don't like to see Bill depressed. So, uh, good for you. Good for you. Congratulations. Any uh, Gophers football insight? 
in training camp? Yeah, actually, I do have something. Okay, do it. Do it. Uh, Thursday, September 2nd at 7 o'clock, downtown Minneapolis, Huntington Bank Stadium. Gophers are hosting Ohio State to open the season. Gophers are plus 13 and a half. And that is your Gopher update for Big Ten Minute. That's fantastic. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. Well, thank you for giving me the Illini floor here with a little bit of Bulls talk on top of it. Io is a Chicago Bull. Fantastic. I love it. I'm so excited. I'm going to get a jersey too. DHgate.com, baby. Put them in my cart and send them to me. Zerdux. Burn my cock. Bill, it's been fun, but we're gonna wrap this motherfucker up. This is the outro of this show in August, first show of August, first of many in a row that we're gonna do. Uh, let me just say that I'm very excited to get this ball rolling on a weekly basis. Is it? It's good for it's good for my health, Bill. It's just it's good for my health, mental. And physical. I do uh, crunches the entire time I'm doing this. Can you tell? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm also doing Kegels. You know what Kegels are? Spread them. It's a little bit of a, of a gene exercise. Tighten it up. Tighten it up. Tight, tight, tight. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm working out while we're doing this, but so it's good for my mental and physical health that we do this, Bill. So thank you for being my partner in crime. <laughs> Poor zero doings. <laughs> I still have hot sauce on my brain. I don't know what's going on, but let's wrap this motherfucker up. What do you want to talk about? No, it's uh, this has been a, a whirlwind of an episode. I'm sure the listeners will agree. This has been fantastic. It's been exciting. We've had a lot of special guests. Thank you to the fans and eggs for jumping on with us for a a bit of a reunion. That was super exciting. Uh, Thank you to Rick Fieldsman for all your contributions. Thank you to Grease Tank uh, for suffering through an interview of Rick Fieldsman at the Hot 10. Uh, Another shout out to our buddies, our new buddies, Sean, Kevin, and Andrew at the Hot 10. Fantastic. Thank you for allowing Kristen Doinks to have the evening of her life. Uh, the greatest thing that ever happened to her, I think, is is what she was telling Jordan Doinks, right? That's what Correct. you said. Um, it's just, it's been fantastic. Uh, quick question for you, Dan. Did you see that Ham's special light has been eliminated by Miller Coors? I did actually. I saw that right before we started recording. Um, okay. Yeah, just drink normal hams. Drink normal, just normal hams. hams. Yeah, yeah. I got to p- peanuts. Get your shit together. I was there a few weeks ago. I'm going to continue to order hams and be upset about it every time I'm in your establishment. Um, and if you have a free time as a listener, call a Peanuts Bar and Grill in Naperville and insist that they get hams back on the menu. That would be great. It's bullshit that they don't. But uh, yeah, just drink regular hams. 
don't know why you'd, yes. you'd alter that. Don't. Why mess with a lukewarm thing? Uh, if you do record, or if you do call Peanuts, please record your conversation and slip it into our DMs. Or send it via electronic mail if you still do such things. Zero doinks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. Um, this has been wonderful, like you said. Bears season really kind of starts next week, getting into preseason game number one. We will be back then. We will talk about that game, I guess, or preview the game, not really. Um, We'll mention it. I'm sure we'll mention the upcoming preseason game, (laughs) if we remember. Um, As I mentioned before, too, we will have uh, Hugh Robertson from the Fighting Illini football team. He will be on next week. Thank you in advance, Hugh. And this has just been great. This has been... We sprayed to all fields tonight, Dan. I don't know how long this episode is. What do you think? Three hours? I think we're going to be... Well, just judging by the actual time we've been recording, I think it's three hours might be a stretch, but we yeah, we might we might get there with some of the extra audio. Uh, this has been great. I've loved it. I've loved every second of it. Except for the Cubs part. They piss me off. Thanks for letting me just ramble for five six minutes fuck those guys but that's fun yeah but i love the bears the bears are Mm -hmm. back in a big way jf1 please start sooner rather than later i love all of it i love it i love it i love life (laughs) i love life i love you dan i love zero doinks i love the listeners for inspiring us to be on each week starting today we love you thanks for listening zerdikes go bears come on the show pablo have a trout pond still going in my pants apparently yeah. uh, well when you when you finally find a shirt to get you sex you don't take off that shirt I, I, that's a, it's a, a rule of my life well in south africa uh, they call the cookie monster darren i think you guys should definitely go join you know phil for some cookie sandwiches that sounds like a great thing to do on a saturday i remember like growing up and going through my 20s and stuff like that and kind of you meet people and you, you, you fight against no no, just because I'm Irish doesn't mean I need to drink a lot and doesn't mean I drink whiskey. Right. And well, come on, fuck That's that. Right. You sound amazing, Darren. Well, I'm fucking half cut, so it's a, it's a, it's a good Friday to be. Hey, Dave. Dave. Yeah. It's Dan. Yeah. Hey, tell me. Hey, fuck Newcastle. But the uh, the the uh, the. Cause I just like betting parlays, baby. Don't give me no even money. I'm trying to triple
baby tonight. Ooh. He dressed up like a clown for them with his face painted white and red. How did this warm velvety muppet sex get into my bag of Milky Way? <laughs> <laughs>